Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? And it is the start or the continuation of your Central Texas Sports Day. And uh, appreciate everything that has come before our big 12 to noon, J-Mo, and, of course, Ward White's uh, kicking things off at 11 a.m. as he does. Big, big doings today. Um, I mean, it's just sometimes they just kind of come together. We're not a show that is constantly out trying to book a million guests, but when you get great ones, you just got to roll with it. And um, Kevin Hoffman, the Mart head coach, will be on with us at 320 as they uh, prepare for their Thursday matchup with Albany. Boy, Albany, I've known people from there, some incredible athletes come out of Albany. They obviously got the best of Mart last year. Mart hopefully will be a little healthier uh, coming into this game. It's going to be exciting. And, of course, that is uh, Thursday at 11 a.m. Now, we'll have Baylor women's basketball here, but that'll be on the, over on the Fox affili- our Fox affiliate. And uh, you can hear Tom and Coach Tusa. And, of course, Lark will be part of that crew as well, doing uh, doing those stats like he does. Man knows numbers, loves it, and uh, and he'll come up with some great ones for you. And I'm sure Coach Hoffman will have to ask him, Aaron, what's – I mean, he, he's probably watching this Brandon Aubrey thing for the Cowboys, but he's got his own record-breaking place kicker. Uh, the national PAT record – is uh, held now by Armando Chavez and uh, three, 351 made PATs. I mean, pretty remarkable. And uh, it's going to be a great game. And, uh, I mean, I, you look at their defensive line, you look at Medlock, who, uh, you know, I mean, some of these guys do have to platoon-type players and can do – can go both ways, but boy, Medlock's been great. Can run it, can throw it, and then J.D. Bell comes to mind. He's an exciting guy to talk about. But uh, uh, Hoffman, of course, famously won the the uh, three state titles, the three peat, and um, was going to step away, and then decided, hey, um, you know, this past off season, like I'm I'm back. I'm coming back, and that was an interesting story, and he just uh, uh, wants to have another go at this thing. So we're excited to have him, and uh, that'll be uh, that'll be great. And uh, always love old Stephen Simcox, Tom Barfield. They have such great uh, uh, oh, you know, grasp on all these things. So when I have a, a big-time high school coach like this, I always check in with Barfield and Stephen because they've been monitoring this uh, – team all season so very exciting 
We'll do that at 324 o'clock. We'll talk Cowboys with John Mashoda. <clears throat> and then at 5 o'clock, we have J.D. Pakel, who used to be among us, played at Baylor briefly, and is now uh, over at On3 Sports, has become one of their top broadcasters. And, and really is a versatile guy and can talk about kind of anything. We'll talk some Baylor with him, get his take on that. But, uh, I mean, any of these national stories, any of the Florida State stuff, uh, college football playoff, if you've got some questions about um, uh, Texas getting ready to play, Washington, uh, any of any of that, the Michigan-Alabama He'd be a great guy to, to get some questions in with. And you can always leave a question on our CNC Collision Center text line, 254-662-1660. Uh, and uh, that'll be at 5 o'clock today. So jam-packed show. Jam-packed with really, really interesting and exciting guests. And... Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, – I, I look at, like, uh, the defensive – Monte, the uh, defensive lineman for Mart. I mean, you know, T, TFL, you guys know what that is, tackles for loss. 21 of them this season in five sacks. I mean, this is a guy who will get after you. And um, it's just – it's just really kind of remarkable when you look at it and then even the uh, – the it's just it's cool when you have a coach who's been around these parts our our area for most of his life and he grew up here uh robinson high school was a good player there uh his brother played over at mcc teddy i mean big time a sports family from uh that grew up there from south waco and uh it's just awesome to see them come back home or stay home in this case and, and have so much uh, success. So sixth championship game of his career for, uh, for Coach Hoffman. And Aaron, you guys, uh, you went to Robinson yourself, but you've got mutual friends and you've talked to Coach Hoffman and known him for the better part of 20 to 25 years. Um, I mean, it, Mart, it just keeps getting handed down. Generally, when you have, it's it's tough to follow a legendary character, Coach Nell. You know, before him, I mean, it just goes back. I mean, Mart, from the time I was a kid, was was winning games, and then there was, oh, let's see, Mart produced a a great. I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, even even some of those Longhorns receive. I'm thinking of one in particular. Uh, it, Quan Cosby, I mean, you know, who's on their radio broadcast. It's just Mart has had such great football for so many years. And to keep this thing going, and you can't do that unless you start, like, in the, you know, third grade with these kids. And they grow up wanting to play, you know, for Mart. And so, anyway, it's very cool, and it's fun to watch them. And then some of these seniors will be playing – like, it's crazy to imagine, like, their 63rd game of their careers. Um, it's just wild, and some of them have been stars even since that day one. So they, they do a great job of developing, and they come by it naturally. I mean, when they're, 
when they're third, fourth, fifth grade, I mean, they're, they kind of know what they're supposed to be doing and what they're supposed to be working on. And, uh, you know, with Medlock, he wasn't always, I don't believe, a quarterback, but has uh, just excelled there in a big way. So excited to, uh, to do that. Now, Aaron, last night, I didn't know how I was going to take in two Monday night football games at the same time. I thought at first I would just have to pick whichever game was going, you know, closer. Well, it ends up both of them ended up being really good games. And it's very weird when you got two. I mean, it's one thing on a Sunday when you watch several games at once. If you're at a sports bar or you have the NFL package, you, you know, the Sunday ticket, you you can kind of watch all that and you're conditioned to that. But having the two on a Monday night and they're being played at the same time, we're not really conditioned for it. Now, here's the way I consumed it. And, and my wife uh, also joined me at some point because we both find the Manning cast very entertaining. And I like watching games. I mean, it really does. Like a lot of these simulcast kind of things aren't that great. I mean, I do like during the national championship game hearing from other college coaches. I think that's a good one. But, like, when you have celebrities or former athletes, former players sitting around on a couch trying to talk during the live action, it's, it's, it doesn't always work. This works beautifully because while they are having fun with guests and stuff, they're also weighing in and giving you great information. I mean, Eli and Peyton are both funny but also informative and obviously – they have unbelievable football backgrounds and IQs. So it's just kind of like, I mean, it to me, it's it's the it's a melding of two things. And then, Aaron, they had the um, the guys, and I I need to now go back and and listen to this podcast. It's called Bussin' with the Boys. Aaron, have you ever were you familiar with Bussin' with the Boys, <laughs> or have you ever have you ever listened to it? Uh, it's I don't. It's on YouTube also. Which, uh-huh. um, I've watched a lot of clips. I don't. Okay. I don't like. Yeah. Watch it every week, but when they have a, they have a lot of comedians on and a lot of guests. Okay. When they have a good guest on, I watch. Uh huh. Well, I just thought the guys who host that are former NFL players. It's Taylor Lu- uh, Lewan, Lewin, right? How do you say it, Aaron? Lewin, Taylor. Lewin? You had it right the first yeah. time. Oh, Lewan. Okay. Uh I, he was a really good player, but he was with the Titans for a long time. And honestly, we just didn't, we didn't, uh, we weren't watching a lot of Titans football, but he's got this great mustache and he, and he's very funny. Like to me, Aaron, he's the, and I, McAfee is, is more of a shock guy, shock jock. You know, he's trying to say crazy stuff. And some of that's funny. I get, I understand his appeal, but watching, Taylor Luan last night I'm like this works like he was I mean you could tell Eli and Peyton liked him a lot and he was funny but just like kind of dry uh I thought he was great and then his um the guy he's with is another former player named Will Compton and I don't really remember when he was playing but he's kind of funny too and he's good he had good things to say um, I thought they were great. And then later, Cousins was on. So all that to say, Aaron, to me, that was the the best way to experience both games because what would happen is kind of like Red Zone or what, what's the thing called, whatever they do on uh, 
in the NFL Network or red zone, whatever the yeah. yeah the red zone when you can watch all the games and they go to them when somebody's about to score. That's kind of a fun thing. That's kind of how they handled this. You were watching them, and then they would stay on a game for a while, and then if another game, if somebody's about to score or do something big, they would go over there. And it just so happens, like, both games had extremely compelling storylines. And the guy they're calling Tommy Cutlets, um, you know, had it going for – uh, Tommy DeVito, I mean, that was really fun. The uh, the guy he had his first start against the Cowboys, and he really didn't do that well. Since then, he's played extremely well. And his dad, his, he's got this big Italian family. He's from right down the road at Don Bosco High School in New Jersey. And they were doing the, Aaron, what's that thing? It's kind of like an Italian thing that, that you see where you pinch your fingers together and put them up in the air and, and like – it's it's to kind of show almost like you're show you're pleased with something and they were doing that in the stands the family and then they had this agent Aaron did you get to did you get to see <laughs> pictures or did were you did you get to see the agent uh, oh. on the field and in the stands last night he looked like he had been hired by a casting director he uh-huh. looked so much like you would imagine Tommy DeVito's agent to look like uh-huh. it was so funny I mean he he was in like a, a pinstripe, I don't know, can you, I guess you can still say this. We used to call it the zoot suit kind of thing. Um, and when you go to a costume or uh, something or, you know, you would go, find, like in Waco, I would go to a costume shop and find one of those suits. And, but he had the fedora, he had that look, and I mean, and his name is like, Oh gosh, I had his name earlier. It's like Stellano, something Stellano, but he—he's hilarious. This guy is over the top, and it was so fun to watch him. And he was down on the field before the game, and the cameras caught him. And then he's up in the stands, and after touchdowns, after the Giants would do something good, or or uh, or the or the quarterback Devito, they would like the the father. His father would give kisses um, to everybody, like to the agent. And, and to and it was men, women, whatever. They just he was kissing people on the cheek, and it just, I mean, I, I and then Peyton was calling the agent um, Johnny Fontaine, who played the role of the singer in the first Godfather movie. If you'll remember, Johnny Fontaine was rumored to be based on um, the on um, Sinatra, and the thought was in Godfather, it was like. Um, you know, Vito Corleone, uh, you know, launched this singer's career. And so, like, the singer showed up at one of the big family events or weddings or whatever. And um, and so that was Johnny Fontaine in the movie. And so Peyton started calling this agent Johnny Fontaine. <laughs> the whole <laughs> That's thing pretty was great, hol- actually. The whole thing was hilarious. <laughs> and And both games were good. Like the Titans had some kind of incredible comeback, and then if the Giants didn't run it down the field and and win it, I mean, that was huge. I mean, again, Aaron, I, you know, I tried to kind of, I, I was, I predicted one Miami loss correctly, and I can't remember who that was to. You'll remember that one, but I've all, I've kind of, I li- I want to like that team, and I kind of like that weird head coach. He's a different guy. I kind of like him, 
But I kind of also think they might be fraudulent. So, anyway, they did lose that game to the Titans. But that was fun, watching both games and then watching the uh, the Manning cast. All right, it is time to talk to the head coach of Mart as they pursue yet another state title. Kevin Hoffman joins us next. Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Well, it's that time again, the most wonderful time of the year. And just like most of us, the foundation doctor's thinking about home and family. Hey, Dad. Hi, Jay. What you working on? I'm building a gingerbread house. That's cool. Why's the door so crooked? And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation doctor. (laughs) You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctor is just like old Santa Claus. Just like old Santa, we make house calls. Don't miss the wrap-up the year sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. As the year comes to a close, we're offering unbeatable deals on new 2023 Jeep models. This month, get 10% off MSRP on the Jeep Grand Cherokee or Grand Cherokee L. Or how about 10% off Jeep Compasses and Renegades? And if that's not enough, get 11000 off MSRP on every Jeep Gladiator Overland. That's right, plus an extra 500 to first responders and no payments for 90 days. Hurry, this inventory won't last long. Shop online or in-store today. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. They know steak at Logan's Roadhouse. Everyone will find an entree that they love at Logan's Roadhouse, including wood grilled steaks, fall off the bone ribs, pork chops, burgers, sandwiches, soups and salads, salmon and shrimp, and those famous made-from-scratch yeast rolls. Dine in the casual dining room or in the bar, where you can also enjoy a signature cocktail or ice-cold beer. Logan's Roadhouse in the Central Texas Marketplace in Waco. Open every day at 11 and until 11 p.m. Friday and Saturday nights. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com.
Hey, Central Texas, next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, The rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, and joined by Kevin Hoffman now from Mart. And uh, Kevin, it's so exciting to have you. And uh, I've been I've been on this bandwagon, watching, listening, I, you know, to Barfield, Coach Tusa, the whole time, hearing about uh, doing some pregame with them. This has been. Very exciting buildup. How are you doing? And and boy, thanks for thanks for working us in today. Oh yeah, appreciate you having me. Uh, things are good. Uh, you know, uh, just trying to trying to get over uh, some bumps and bruises from the last few weeks, tough games that we've had, and uh, uh, we're just trying to trying to get ready for Thursday morning. Now, how many folks do you think are going to make the trip? That's an eleven a.m. Need to get on the road. I guess if you're going to. You spend the night up there, but most of your fans might try to get up there, leave about 7 a.m. or something, be safely in their seats. What do we think? I would imagine this is going to be a pretty huge uh, contingent. Uh, you'll always travel extremely well. Yeah, our fans and uh, our community people here, uh, you know, they, they love their football, and uh, they're going to travel uh, wherever wherever we're playing, and, and especially uh, especially this week. Uh, so uh, I, I would be willing to bet that there may only be a handful of people left in town uh, <laughs> just, to, just to look over the uh, all the business. Every, everybody's going to be closed up, doors going to be locked, and uh, everybody's going to be uh, in Arlington at AT&T Stadium. All right, Albany, with this rematch, how different – do they look? I'm sure they're they're doing they're trying to accomplish a lot of the same things, but maybe it's a little bit different personnel. What what uh, has been jumping out uh, to you on film as you as you have to prepare on a short week here? Yeah, the, you know Albany's got a great program. Uh, Coach Fate there has been there for a long time. is is one of the one of the uh, coaches in the state of Texas, and uh, you know total number of wins over his career. So. Uh, they they've been through it all and done that and and then last year uh, breaking through and getting getting his first state championship uh, uh, and then beating us and so uh, they're pretty much uh, the same uh, you know same style same type of team uh, you know they lost some good players but uh, they have probably the best player in two A Division two and uh, uh, the running back Adam Hill uh, he is a, a D one player. Uh, He's committed to Texas Tech, and 
uh, you know, everything runs through him. So we got to slow him down. We're not going to stop him, uh, but we got to try to slow him down. And uh, but then the the problem with that is their quarterback receivers, uh, their offense is really really good and high powered. And uh, so um, you know we're going to have to uh, uh, you know be be ready for that and then try to contain him and their offense. And when we get our chances, we got to take advantage. Do you show the players film of last year, or is that more just what the coaches are looking back to to kind of get a sense? I, I'm sure it, at first you probably didn't want to watch much of that, but now obviously it could be of of help to you. How have you handled the the film portion of this, and uh, and you know, in getting everybody ready for for Albany? Yeah, we you know we're always going to go back and and watch the film, uh, win or lose. Uh, you know, it did sit in our uh, uh, sit in our folder uh, for a few weeks uh, last year after we got beat. <laughs> but uh, in the off season, uh, when we do a uh, we scout our complete program back through all uh, sixteen games that we played, and uh, we look at offense, defense, our kicking game, stuff like that, and uh, basically self scout and look at uh, look at the things we're doing good and try to be better, and look at the things that we're not doing so well and and try to either coach them up or get rid of them or not do them. And uh, so this is uh, no different. But, uh, yeah, we, you know, kids have seen the film from last year. Uh, but we, like you said, we went back and looked at last year and kind of what they did to us and, uh, you know, what we thought they might try to do. And similar this year, along with all 15 games uh, from their schedule this year, we've seen every one of them. Uh, so uh, we got a, we got a good sense of what they're going to try to do. And, uh uh, hopefully we can take advantage of a few things. All right. Is Armando keeping his head? Uh, you know, he's gotten a lot of attention. He broke a national record. Very exciting. Is he staying level-headed? I've been seeing him all over TV, and he's gotten all kinds of attention out there on social media. He seems like a guy that probably wouldn't let that impact him. Uh, I bet that's been a lot of fun for you guys, but obviously, you, you know, you need him uh, focused to, to keep hitting, whether it be field goals or the PATs. Yeah, you know, he, he uh it, it was in his head a little bit the last few weeks, you know, when he was approaching uh approaching those records, you know, he's a kid and uh uh you know, it's a lot of it was a lot of fun for him and, and us to uh <laughs> that he was able to do that. But uh yeah, he's got a big following, all the all the kids, he's he's great with the with his teammates and everybody loves him and, and uh mom's a big influence in his life and uh so uh, I'm just uh, super happy for him and his family and, and, uh, you know, all the kids that have, uh, you know, we, we had to score a lot of touchdowns to give him mm -hmm. the opportunity to kick those PAT. So, you know, this, this record is not just for Armando or the Mark Panthers, but, uh, you know, all the guys that, uh, you know, scored the touchdowns and, and, uh, made the plays to uh, give him, uh, that opportunity. So, you know, this is, this is a big, big deal for, for our whole, our, our whole school and town. Um, that that he has broken not just the Texas state record, but uh, now has broken the national record. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, he'll be he needs to have a plaque or something, but he'll always be in there, and that's a that's a pretty cool deal. Kevin Hoffman joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. What about your quarterback, uh, Demontre uh, Medlock, Medlock, and and just the. What he's done, and and I know you know he you had to move him to that position um, yeah. at some point. It wasn't the most maybe natural thing, and yet from a leadership standpoint, 
I mean, he's thrown for a lot. He's obviously runs for a lot. What kind of impact has that had on the team, you know, his leadership and, and under his direction out there? Yeah, D. Montrell's a, uh, an excellent athlete. He's a uh, uh, he's an amazing student, uh, not just of the game, uh, which he you know he's like an extra coach out there on the field. But uh, you know he's a straight A student in the classroom. Uh, you know a great role model for uh, for people uh, you know that that uh, want their want their kid to be a player, but also understand that you, you got to take care of your business in the classroom, and he does that. Uh, you know, he's everybody on the team. Uh, you know, just kind of gravitates to him, and uh, uh, he he's he's just a heck of a player. And uh, we're glad he's on our team. And like like you said, we we moved him uh, to quarterback. Uh, you know, when one of our other players exited the program, but uh, uh, he's done a fabulous job um, uh, this year. And uh, uh, hopefully, he'll have the uh, game of his life come Thursday. Yeah, you tried to exit the program at one point, Kevin, and, and you, you yeah. changed your mind. Do you kind of reflect back on that right now and go, "Man, I'm just I'm glad I I'm glad I changed my mind." I guess you just felt like, "Hey, I wasn't I'm not quite finished with this." And and I don't think you can totally know that, right? Until you spend a week or two out of it. And then and then maybe that's when it really starts to set in. Um I I'm, I'm sure you've I'm sure you have had moments this year where you're like, you know, I'm uh, I'm glad I came back for this because it's been an amazing ride. Yeah, it has. This this place is uh, the best place that I've ever been. Uh, you know, but there there there's also been times when I <laughs> when I was out there on the practice field or in a game, uh, <laughs> also thinking, why in the world did I come back and, and go through this uh, and torture myself? Uh, but uh, no, uh, this is. Uh, this is all I've ever wanted to do. Uh, when I was a kid and my dad, uh, my dad coached me and my brother on football teams and baseball teams and basketball teams and, and coached just playing golf. And, uh, you know, I just, uh, it was one of those things that I, I guess I got from my dad. That, uh, this is what I wanted to do in life. Uh, never thought about going in the business world. Never thought about doing anything other than being involved with, uh, with football and sports and, and uh, teaching and coaching kids. And uh, uh, this is just, like I said, this is all I ever wanted to do. Uh, when I when I did retire a couple of years ago, it didn't take long, uh, about nine days, I think it was, that I, I realized that, uh, <laughs> you know what, I'm not, I'm not uh, fully committed to this retirement thing. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I came back, and I'm glad I came back. And uh, uh, as of now uh, – I have no plans to do anything uh, other than to continue to try to lead this program uh, like we have the, the, the past several years. What did you think of Mart? You growing up in South Waco, going to Robinson. I'm, I'm trying to remember, but they've been y'all been great for a lot of years. Do you remember? You know, as you were growing up, um, you know, hearing and and thinking about Mart. What was your impression of the program and the community? from afar before you became part of it. Yeah, they, they've also always had a, a great program. And, uh, you know, uh, when you're playing uh, growing up, and like I said, I grew, like you said, I grew up in South Waco, uh, went to uh, Alta Vista Elementary, and went to uh, Saul Ross 6th grade center and South Junior, the 7th grade center over there uh, that are that's no longer there. Uh, 
uh, and then university junior highs uh, where the new HEB is. So that those schools aren't even around anymore. But uh, and then then uh, moved to Robinson uh, my freshman year, uh, and so uh, yeah, those 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 teams and and where I grew up and uh, uh, you know it was just it was amazing uh, the people that I played with grew up with and uh, so uh, yeah it's just uh, you know knowing about Martin hearing about him and uh, as a coach I remember this vividly uh, the great 99 state championship team uh, Mm -hmm. here at Mark Uh, I was a coach at Robinson and uh, uh, that was uh, at the time we you know we won uh, we won our region. We made it to the semifinals, and uh, uh, you know we we ended up getting beat in the semifinals uh, to the great C, one of the great Sealy teams. Uh, but I remember going over to the old Baylor Stadium, uh, and they had that they had that turf, those two little small turf practice fields over in that parking lot, and uh, <laughs> we we at Robinson went over there and practiced. And uh, when we were finishing up, a bus pulled up that said Mart on it, and they were that 99 team was getting off the bus and we were finishing walking to our bus and we walked by them. Uh, and that had the great John Garrett and Quan Cosby and Quincy Cosby and, and all those great players. And we walked by them and I was like, I sure am glad we ain't playing these guys. Uh, <laughs> Cause I mean, they were a smaller school, smaller classification, but man, they made us, they made us look tiny. Uh, they, they were big and huge and, uh, uh, yeah, so that was the Mark team from '99, uh, and then you know I I applied for this job in 2006 when Rusty Nail got the job, uh, and then he won a state championship in '06, uh, and then you know I was uh, had bounced around to a couple different places, and then uh, me and Rusty had always been friends, uh, and then I contacted him about coming here, and uh, uh, you know he had a job for me, and I jumped on it and got back home and uh, uh, started here in '09. As offense coordinator for for Coach uh, Rusty Nail, and then uh, he he finished up after the 14 season, and they gave me the job. Luckily, uh, I'd never been a head coach in my life, and uh, been coaching for over 20 years. And uh, this thing kind of just fell in my lap in 2015, and uh, uh, we've been off and running ever since. Well, you had the three peat, and this will be your sixth championship game. That's pretty. Amazing and uh, another ring, and I like it. So you are going to keep going. You're 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 saying that at least right now. There's no this wouldn't be a win one and go out on in a blaze of glory. You you've you've decided this is not like a year to year thing with you. It sounds like you're you're going to keep going for a little while. Yeah, you know I I don't know how long. You know I, I'm I'm yeah. not getting any younger, but uh, uh, <laughs> you know I, I definitely. I definitely, uh, this is not, if we win a state championship uh, Thursday and we end up going 16-0, and 0, uh, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to just ride off in the sunset uh, with that. I, I still got some more in me. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if you know my wife, uh, uh, if I sit at home for too long, she's going to have me doing other stuff. And so uh, <laughs> I, I don't want any, I don't want any part of that. I, I want to coach football and I want to live my life and, uh, uh, I'm happy right now doing what I'm doing, and uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't foresee me uh, uh, going anywhere other than here, uh, just for the near future. Uh, yeah. But I, I don't know how long. But I, I, I'll be here, and uh, yeah. Uh, if well, I decide to go somewhere else, y'all, y'all will be the first to know. 
Please, yeah, and uh, and if you want to start like a travel blog, or I've seen you tweet about some of the places you discover, you know, uh, you're like me. I think you kind of like looking at that Texas Monthly Barbecue list and checking some things out. So we do have a kinship there, and uh, yeah. just know I'm, I'm always kind of looking, and I think it was you who put something about maybe it was someplace in Fort Worth or Goldie's or someplace, yeah. and I thought, oh, man. I got to go try that place. So uh, I know you'll be focused on the uh, when you get up the Metroplex, but uh, you know there's there's probably a, a barbecue place or two in in Arlington, right? <laughs> oh yeah, there's plenty of them around. And I'll tell you what, yeah, uh, you you bring up that goalies. Uh, they're not they're not number one in Texas monthly for uh, for no reason. Uh, amazing barbecue, but there's a lot of that in Texas. We all know that, and uh, uh, I love. I love to eat barbecue. I love to cook barbecue, and uh, uh, me and my wife love to travel. So, uh, along with the coaching, uh, is in both of our bloods, and we're going to continue to coach these kids and uh, help these kids in every way. But uh, yeah, it's it's amazing, and those are things we enjoy doing. We're going to do them. Yeah, are you a ribs, brisket, sausage, all of the above? What do you zero in on? Uh, the pulled pork. What do you? Is there anything? And then, what is your favorite side? Are you a mac and cheese guy, or do you uh, mustard potato salad? Which direction do you go there? I go all the directions except for the mustard potato salad. Uh, I, I, it don't matter if it's if if it starts with barbecue, uh, I'm gonna eat it and I'm gonna enjoy it. But uh, yeah, no, nah, the uh, the brisket probably <laughs> the most favorite, especially if you get one from uh, uh, you know from a Goldie's or a Franklin Barbecue in Austin or some of the top that uh, that I've been to. I ain't hit them all, but I plan on hitting them all. <laughs> I like that. I think that's a great aspiration. Well, we're excited. Now, you feeling pretty good about uh, health-wise on the team? You said you had some bumps and bruises, but last year you really did have to go into that championship game banged up, and I know you didn't have your full complement out, uh, out there with you. You feel a little bit better this season from a health standpoint? No, I feel worse. Uh, we're, we're, we're as banged up a team as I've ever had here. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, we're, but we're going to, we've been treatment and we're going to put band-aids and tape and whatever we can do to, uh, try to, uh, uh, make it, make it through this game. And and we're going to, uh, we're, we're going to throw, we're going to throw everything we can at them and everybody that's dressed out on the roster is, uh, may get in a game for one play or a hundred plays or whatever as much as they can go. Uh, we're going to get everything we can out of these kids. Okay, this almost sounds like a twelfth man moment. All right, you might need to <laughs> scour the halls and see what you could do. Well, I'm we're excited. We can't wait to watch, and uh, it's going to be a great crowd, great atmosphere. Kevin, thank you for thank you for doing this. Such a busy week, and we can't wait. And we know I I I think we'll be celebrating soon. Okay, well, I appreciate it. Uh, thanks, you guys, for having me. Yeah, and uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna give them hell come Thursday at eleven o'clock, and hopefully by two o'clock we're celebrating the state championship. Go Panthers! All right, thank you. There he goes, and uh, Kevin Hoffman joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Gonna give them hell out there, and maybe go get some brisket and. Uh, Aaron, he did not, Kevin did not go for the uh, mustard potato salad. That's something I kind of like to match up with my brisket and everything. I think he, I think he's okay with the mac and cheese, but uh, 
that's going to be exciting. Thursday morning, 11 a.m., and you can hear that over on Fox. And we've got Baylor women's basketball that morning, of all things, uh, on ESPN Central Texas. I believe that's like a 10.30 a.m. tip. Uh, so we'll have that, but we'll have the state title game on over on Fox. We'll get you more information on that. I would imagine the pregame um, will start up about 10.30. Maybe, who knows? Maybe we'll, maybe we'll do a little extra. I mean, it's a state championship game, but uh, that'll be great. Tom and the whole gang, Coach Tusa, what a great uh, – they did Robinson this year, and then they got on the Mart bandwagon, and, uh, and it really works out because Tom's known Kevin forever, and he knows all these coaches. So uh, it really is a nice – it's worked out nicely. Okay, Aaron – I mean, the, the last thing we would want to do is to cut in to any of uh, any time off Stephanie's Sports Corner. Uh, it is next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Thursday in the Farrow Center for the future Bears game hosting Delaware State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor Women's Basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 170 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. Now, write it off the lot and write it off your taxes for zero down and 0% APR for 48 months plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through December 31st, subject to credit approval. Consult your tax advisor. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full details. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Don't go through another year with that awful joint pain. Call QC Connects right now. Make 2024 the year you go back to living normal life again. Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. QC Connects can give you your life back. The nation's leader in regenerative medicine. These are all natural treatments that can repair and restore that damaged tissue, giving you pain-free movement again. If you have pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out. The future of medicine is here. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics. Make the call now so you can get the most out of 2024. Get back to doing what you love. And don't forget, you can use your HSA and FSA funds. Call QC Kinetics for free consultation. 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. QC Kinetics. 254-415-4100. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. When we say at UBO Business Services that we are the premier service provider for Ricoh, Xerox, Conic Minolta, Canon, Kisser, and Lexmark copiers and printers, 
we're not blowing hot air. One way we quantify our status as the best is an independent company used by millions of organizations called Net Promoter Score. It is the most consistent way to rank brand loyalty and customer service. A score of 70% or better is considered world-class. UBO score is an 86. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. Free diamonds at Diamore Fine Jewelers. Receive free half-carat, high-quality, lab-grown diamond stud earrings with $6.99 or more purchase. Free while supplies last. Act fast. Offer available for a limited time only. Diamore Fine Jewelers. Adding extra sparkle to your holidays at 4541 West Waco Drive. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. Experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is Matt Mosley? The Matt Mosley Show. And a reminder, at 4 o'clock, we have John Mashoda from The Athletic. And um, he, uh, uh, I'm giving him a 13-minute warning as we speak. Uh, that'll be good. We'll talk some Cowboys there. And, um, and then at 5, we have major college football guest, one of the top uh, commentators from On3 Sports, J.D. Paquel, who came through our area and did a nice job, uh, played at Baylor, and then worked some around here. It'll be good to have J.D. on, and he's got a lot of college football stuff. That's at 5 o'clock, and um, everything seems to be – I mean, this last night, yesterday was uh, big time. This these, these Monday night games had two great games. Uh, I, you know, I don't know how y'all experienced them. I was able to kind of watch both with uh, Peyton uh, and Eli on the Manning cast. I think that's something Stephanie would enjoy. It is that time of the day, but here we go. Spanning the globe to bring you the constant variety of sport, the thrill of victory the agony of defeat. The human drama of athletic competition. It's time for Stephanie Sports Talk, sponsored by Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair, Epperson Tractor, La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina, King Ranch Turfgrass, Mosby's Land Management, Myatt Fuels, and now, here's Stephanie. <laughs> She's ready She's ready to go uh, <laughs> every day. You never know what she may bring to us. Um, 
all kinds of breaking news. Stephanie, I bet you enjoyed that. I know you love local high school football. Mart in the state championship game. I know. I love uh, it. The venue is, is awesome up at uh, AT&T Stadium. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it's always great. And we'll have uh, matchups starting tomorrow. That game will be Thursday at 11 a.m. And our Fox affiliate will be all over that. Tom Barfield, Coach Tusa. And uh, Stephanie, that's a, I think that's a game you and Scott ought to think about making the trip. Well, you know. Making the trip to Arlington. We are thinking about to, it. Okay. And we were going to see if you were going to be there. Like if we wanted to catch lunch or something or coffee. Yeah. yeah. I don't well, know. The game starts at 11, so lunch, we'd have to do a late lunch. And, of course, I have the show. Well, I have I to be on would, with you. <laughs> we'll do coffee. That's true. Um, and I can always do it from the stadium. <laughs> I have. No, I've kind of toyed with the idea of uh, of broadcasting after the game from Arlington. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm afraid you got to get things like that cleared. Like, yeah. I don't know if they want radio shows. Coming out of there. But I'll figure it out. And one way or the other, I mean, the great thing is we can listen to it. I know. That's awesome. On, yeah, on one of our stations over on Fox. Mm-hmm. And that'll be, uh, that's a great option. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I did want to say, I thought you might like just a little bit of breaking news. We'll have more on this in Campus Confidential today. But Stephanie, the the famous Duke quarterback, has now, Riley Leonard is his name, mm-hmm. has earlier this afternoon announced he's transferring to Notre Dame. All right. Last year, Wake Forest had a quarterback, and he, he transferred to Notre Dame every year. Um, they go and get another ACC quarterback. Now, Stephanie, Notre Dame has the best of both worlds. Mm-hmm. Every other sport, they get to be in the ACC, except football. And they remain independent in football. I know. Yet the ACC bows down to them and, like, includes them in every decision, even though they're not in the conference. I think and it's crazy to me, Matt. I, know, I just I know. know. And, and that's one of the reasons some of these schools are thinking. I mean, it did not help the ACC's cause that an undefeated team did not get into the college football playoff in Florida State. Right. And if you're thinking – well, maybe Florida State will stick around. No, they're looking to get out. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is, do the Big Ten or the SEC want them? And would your mark make a play? Would the great your mark? I mean, that, that gives them another. I mean, they've got all the time zones, but that would be a nice East Coast. Wait, let's think about this. <laughs> is Tallahassee on the East Coast? I think it is. Yes, it parts is. of Florida are are not on the Florida no, are in the uh, central. Uh, I thought Tallahassee yeah. was on the west. I think part. it is. I think yeah. it's well, it's in the middle, sort of of the state, but it's I in think Florida. It's eastern. <laughs> well, I know, but see, parts of Florida are central time. I know. So I, I yeah, I think it's. I don't know. I think it's East Coast time. I'm not sure, but yeah. um, you the know, part of Florida where I hang out is basically Alabama. You know, <laughs> you're oh, you go to the bougie part. Well, over there at um, you know near Panama City and and uh, Destin Seaside, and all that, and yeah. Destin, yeah. yeah no, that, it's that's it's, everybody. There's normal. No, good normal folks are hanging out. You're over normal. There. <laughs> yeah. Are you normal? <laughs> <laughs> no, I should not count myself among those. You know, uh, 
Well, what's on your mind today? Is there anything? Well, I got two things, okay? Yeah. Number one, all this transferring, 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 transferring. I just, I don't like it, Matt, at all. I just don't like it. I, My thing is, stay at the school that signs you the first time. I mean, maybe, maybe we could transfer coaches. <laughs> I mean, just well, put them in a portal. I mean, well, that was part of the deal, though. They got to do anything they wanted, and there were no penalties ever. And they left a lot of kids in a lurch mm-hmm. after kids made decision based on them, and they could go at any point. And then the kids, the players, were penalized. They had to sit out a year if they went somewhere. And then it became where they could go if they were gra- if they graduated, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But now it's the wild west, and it's you know you kind of you have a one time portal thing and of course people there's always waivers and they get to do it but stephanie this is something you've expressed this in the past i I feel like you've got to you've got to get past this i'm trying i need therapy sounds like Dabo sweeney i know (laughs) well let's move on so what what does Dabo say Aaron? Uh, (laughs) he, he says nil is the name image and likeness of god or he his nil is the yeah yeah he's like that's Supposed to everybody else, those heathens. That's oh, right. Oh my goodness! Well, bring your. He, he likes to say BYOG. Uh, bring B-Y-O-G. your own. What do you think that means? Bring your own game. Bring your own guts. Guts. That yeah, was close. Uh huh. That's close. a BYOG. That was I like that. Somebody that I, in my life. Oh, it's 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 my local high school. They have <laughs> they have a high school that says uh, their their thing is grit. Oh, and, yeah, and they just cool. have the word grit on everything. I kind of like it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know, right. this yep. weekend starts the bowl games, okay? And so I was oh, like. Oh, we got some great ones. Well, I bet they have some great ones here this on is December ridiculousness. 15th and 16th. Okay, are you ready? Tell us what we have. Okay. Tell us what we have. Yeah. All right. On the 16th, you've got, you've got the Myrtle Beach Bowl in yeah, Conway, no South Carolina. Okay, well, I never even heard of a Myrtle Beach Bowl. Because, I mean, when I grew up, it was. Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, you know, Sugar Bowl. Boy, Erin, she's got a lot of this old, old shine. She's like a you know, cranky old man. I am not I a cranky old man. Or, she is no. like, get like, off my get lawn. Get off my lawn, you crazy <laughs> kids. Watch our Myrtle Beach Bowl. Like, I never even, <laughs> never heard of such nonsense. Right, hang on, this gets better. This gets better. Who's playing in the Myrtle Beach Bowl? I will tell you, it is Ohio and somebody else. Georgia and Southern or somebody. Okay. Yeah, and Southern what, Georgia what at Ohio. Huh? I, no, it's called. I think it is called uh, Georgia Southern. But go yeah, ahead. Yeah, it's Georgia Southern playing Ohio, and it starts at 11 a.m. Eastern time. I don't even know right. if it's on. I'll be watching that. Why? I guess because it's Ohio State. I mean, I don't know. It's not Ohio State. Uh, well, the other Ohio. Years. Okay. Yes. Well, it just says Ohio. Okay, and then I thought this was. <laughs> <laughs> and then the same on the 16th is. Um, Wait, I can't read my own writing. Well, oh, yeah. Independence Bowl, which I knew. Okay, how about this one? This is a heavily sponsored segment. Scooter, <laughs> okay. Scooters? Scooters? Yeah, that's Frisco a coffee. Bowl? I never yeah, even heard of Scooters like Coffee. A, oh, yeah. They do a nice job. It's a good brew. Well, yeah. I've never even heard of these ball games. I, I didn't like even that, know they existed. Well, Scooters, Zaxby's. I think Scooters is like a southern. They're They're starting to maybe come in a little more. Uh, I'll tell you, there's a Canadian group that's shown up recently in the Metroplex uh, called Something Hortons. Aaron, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, they're big on that up there. 
What's it called? Say it again. Tim Hortons. Oh, Tim yeah. Hortons. It's is it coffee yeah. from Canada? Yes. Okay. It's a huge well. Canadian coffee place. It's the Starbucks of Canada. That's interesting. Well, and I me... like that thing called the Dutch something. Now, my Dutch favorite Brothers. local. Dutch yeah, Brothers. Yeah, I kind of like that. But and I like Dunkin' because I like I like the the way they do the cream and sugar. For some reason, I think I love how they do the cream. When you say we want cream and sugar, it just tastes. It's a great sweet taste that mm. the Dunkin' Donuts has. But the two. My two favorite coffee shops in Waco. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. Back, back Just because to you. I no, want to talk. Ahead. Okay. So, anyways, yeah. Um, some more that are coming up is um, I didn't know they had the Idaho Potato Bowl. That's about ridiculous. Um, Georgia State versus Utah State on December 23rd. They Good have Pop Tarts Bowl. Yeah. When did that happen? Yeah. Aaron and I were having a big Pop Tart discussion just the other day. <laughs> And I was more of a cinnamon. Aaron liked the strawberry, I think it was. What what about you, Stephanie? What was your go to on the Pop Tart? I like I like the strawberry and I like the brown sugar cinnamon one. I think that's, that's my the one favorite. I like. Yeah, brown that's sugar. My favorite. Um, and then they came with a oh, the one we were trying to think of Aaron the other day that maybe we thought of it, maybe we didn't, is the one that has little sprinkles on it. It's like a white you know, it has a... It's just a Pop-Tart with sprinkles, Matt. <laughs> What's in it? Well, you can pick yeah, your but... flavor. You can go strawberry, blueberry. Oh, really? And you yeah. get the sprinkles on but, there? Yeah, you okay. just got to look for the box with the sprinkles on top. I thought it had something different in there. Okay. It's all jelly. All right, one, give me one more bowl. I'm sorry, Stephanie. But That's we... okay. Cut me yeah. off. But Tony uh, no, the Tiger no. on December 29th, Oregon State versus Notre Dame on CB- CBS at 2 p.m. Didn't even know they had Tony the Tiger. Wait, now they, they they sponsored Tony the Tiger. That's a Sun Bowl. What is that? Yes, it's Sun Bowl. The Sun Bowl. Mm-hmm. That, that was a. I've loved that bowl game. I like I, the El Paso. I went one year. Baylor played in it. That was Grant Taft's last game, and the Bears beat Desert Swarm. That was uh, Dick Tomey's uh, uh, Arizona team. They had a they had a great defense. And Grant Taff uh, beat him in his last game at Baylor. And I was out there. And that was a fun El Paso. I, I can't remember us doing anything in El Paso other than going to the game. I'm sure mm. my, we went to eat somewhere. But I was in college. I have I just don't have much memory of that. But That's we had because a great, there's nothing to do in El Paso. Maybe we went skiing after that. We probably went into New Mexico, Mexico and, and a little skiing. skiing or something. Rio Doso yeah. or something yeah. like that. No, no, no. El Paso's great. I mean, I, I love the... I love that style of Mexican food that El Paso has because mm-hmm. they their tamales are better, and it's a little more on the authentic side. I love Tex-Mex, but by the time you get to El Paso, it's more you're, authentic. You're, you're not really in. I mean, you're in Texas, but you're not. I mean, I think is that that might even that makes be sense. another time zone. <laughs> that makes okay, sense. all right. All hey, right. Pre- appreciate everything. Okay, stay tuned. I'll give you some more updates on bowl games okay. tomorrow. Okay, this is just going <laughs> to This is just going to go on and go on until I mention them all. <laughs> bowl moment. Okay. Yeah. All right, it is time to talk Cowboys. John Mashota from The Athletic is next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. Well, it's that time again most wonderful time of the year and just like most of us the foundation doctors thinking about home and family hey dad hi jay what you working on i'm building a gingerbread house that's cool why's the door so crooked 
And why is your chimney leaning like that? I guess my house needs the foundation, Doctor. <laughs> You're such a goofy kid. Is your house starting to look like a Pinterest project gone wrong? Are you worried about the jolly old fat man making it down your crooked chimney? Then you need to call the doctor. We'll get you back on level in no time. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. From all of us at the Foundation Doctor, we wish you the merriest of Christmases and a very blessed New Year. The Foundation Doctors, just like old Santa Claus, just like old Santa, we make house calls. <laughs> Jeff Hunter Toyota has been part of the Waco community for over 30 years. I'm Amy Hunter, and we believe in its people, and we honor its history. We're proud to call Waco home. That's why we support the Baylor Bears, lend a hand to Fuzzy Friends Rescue, and aid the Waco Goodfellas. We also believe in hard work, the value of a dollar, and providing a quality product. That's what you'll find every day when you shop at Jeff Hunter Toyota. Shop Jeff Hunter Toyota. Toyota quality. Waco values. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. The importance of a good set of tires on your vehicle is key for safe and efficient travel. Texas weather can drastically affect the condition of your tires. Make sure your family is safe no matter what the conditions bring. At Kish's Complete Car Care Center, they carry and service all major tire brands. Yokohama, Michelin, Goodrich, and more. Let their team of seasoned professional service technicians service your vehicle today. Also, take advantage of their easy and efficient drive-up canopy and complimentary shuttle service to get you where you need to go until they get you rolling great again. Kish's Complete Car Care Service, where keeping you safe is their business. Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco and CompleteCarCareCenter.com. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their town west or downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Are you looking for a new set of wheels? First Central Credit Union Auto Financing offers fast, complete coverage. Competitive rates and flexible terms make for a win in financing your next vehicle. A quick online application makes it easy to score the money you need at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On his Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show. John Machota joining us now from The Athletic. Uh, John, what a... Uh, what a ball game that was uh, the other night. The Cowboys just put it on the Eagles. And then uh, you didn't even see me trying to get on the elevator to go down there and talk to Jerry. And I was cut off by the Eagles ownership group 
Uh, Mrs. Lurie and the whole group came over, and all the Eagles, you know, they're, they're known as the big bad media, they just sat there and said nothing. They, they put the arm bar on us and said, wait, sorry, and they let all the Eagles' ownership, and they wouldn't let any of the media on there with them. And so you would have been proud of me. I did voice my displeasure, and not, not in a crazy manner, but I did, uh, I did let them know that this was the media elevator. And I can't say that Jeff Lurie's wife cared that much of my protest. I don't think it really meant that much. But I just wanted to let you know about that that uh, confrontation the other night. So that that's interesting because so I went down with probably about three minutes to go in the game. Okay. And they held a, a small group of us back as well and said that this was part of the Eagles ownership group that they were letting on. And I'd never seen any of these individuals before. So I'm thinking they're just people that were in the box uh, mm-hmm. with Eagles ownership. But, I mean, we've both covered a lot of games out there. And it's right around the time I usually go down after every game. It was just weird that this game, maybe maybe the Eagles ownership group is sitting in a different area than the other owners sit in. But that was weird that yeah. usually that isn't an interference at AT&T Stadium. And while it is at a lot of other stadiums I've been to. So I don't know. But, yeah, the you, group that was in front of us, uh, they, weren't, they weren't very happy either. Well, you that was the Eagles officials, I bet, that was sitting in front of where I was sitting. And after those field goals, they only had like the two field goals. This one guy would get up. There were like seven of them. And he would try to dap up everybody. And you could tell some of them were like, we just kicked a field goal. We're down, you know, we're down whatever, 17 to 6. I don't know why you feel like you need to dap everybody up. Like the Eagles officials were not, they were not that excited. There was just one guy. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. disappointed you didn't get video of this. It, it was it was funny. Also, Jerry Jones the other night, starting his commentary with some talk about El Cid, and I couldn't really hear from where I was, and then, so I'm sure I made everybody happy when I basically said, Jerry, what did you say about El Cid? And then Jerry, as only he could, was very happy to kind of retell the story of El Cid and how they, they strapped El Cid on a horse and sent him across the beach after he was mortally wounded, after he was already dead, to inspire. And he said that Mike McCarthy was El Cid in this uh, in this reference. Um, I I found that pretty interesting. I think other people, uh, John, were ready to move on from El Cid, but I I kind of like it when Jerry goes off script like that. Actually, there's never a script for him. Have you seen El Cid? Or since then, have you at least gone back and looked and and maybe considered watching the uh, the famous Charlton Heston film? Uh, I haven't yet. Uh, I've been okay. busy with some other things, but I, I hmm. did find it interesting that he brought that up. You then, about 10 minutes later, asked for a follow-up on that. And then probably another 10, 15 minutes after that, there was a separate group of reporters, and this is right before Dak Prescott was about to do his post-game press conference, and he's usually the one that goes last of everyone. I, I ducked my head in. I saw he wasn't in there yet, so I'm like, I'll go back out here and listen to what Jerry's still talking about. And sure enough, we we had our third our third Elsid storytelling, and I think I'll, I'll never complain about that because of the fact of there were just in our business there are so many people involved with these teams that really don't want to talk to us, you know, and they just really want us to go away. 
good or bad. It's like, let's keep this to five minutes. Hopefully somebody steps in and breaks this up. I want to go home. But Jerry Jones absolutely loves it. And especially after a win like that, I mean, I would, it was very comparable. The way Jerry was after that game was very comparable to the way Jerry was um, in Tampa after they beat the Buccaneers uh, this past season in the playoffs where it was, he was just so happy. uh, And I would say those are the two biggest wins of the Mike McCarthy era. He was just so happy about where he sees this thing going that you really could have went back up to him a fourth time and asked one more time, what's this else did story. And he would have taken his time and he would have broke it down. With you. I mean, he was just, I mean, he, this is, it's, it's funny to me because obviously I, I don't know. I, I'm not, I've never been in the room when he's, you know, finished a huge business deal and yeah. I'm sure he's real happy about that, but I bet you it pales in comparison to how he feels about this football team and when this football team's rolling, it, it's probably one of the happiest, things in his life and and especially with the way they're playing right now do you feel completely different about the cowboys now that they've gotten that signature uh huge win uh and 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 did it in dominant fashion did it change the way you look at this team or did it just sort of confirm the direction you thought this team was going in what was your what's your kind of uh mindset on this team uh, coming off that uh, big win over the Eagles. Yeah, I'd love to give you something super profound about, you know, in the third quarter on this play, this is when I knew the Cowboys got a chance <laughs> to win the Super Bowl this year. But if I'm being completely honest with you, I feel the same way about this team as I did last year's team. It's not the same. There's different things that I like more than I liked last year and vice mm-hmm. versa. Um, but for me, it really comes down to, is this team going to stay healthy with what they have right now? Because you can tell me a player or two goes down, and I could see this whole thing ending like it ended last year. But if they can stay healthy, particularly on that offensive line, Dak Prescott, CeeDee Lamb, some of those key players like that, uh, they got every they got a good chance to anybody to, to beat the Eagles and, and, and probably have to go through the Niners and, and win the NFC. They've, they've, this is as good a chance as they've had over the last decade. But they, things got to keep going in this direction because – their best chance to get to the Super Bowl is to win this division and be able to play at home. I mean, they're just a different team at home. I mean, they're the best team in the NFL, no question about it, when they're at home. And they got one home game left against Detroit, and that should be a pretty good game, but I don't I don't see any reason why anybody would pick uh, the Lions to win that game. The Cowboys just been so good at home. And so now it's about, okay, well, can they win a couple of these road games here and put themselves in a position to get 13, 14 wins and possibly win this division? If they don't win the division – to me, it's the same as it was last year. I mean, heck, the way it lines up right now, if they don't win the division, it would be the same as last year. You would be going to Tampa Bay. You win that game. Probably got probably are going to San Francisco, well, or Philadelphia. And 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 I like their chances just as much as I liked them this past year. I mean, I don't think they'll be the favorite, but if they play their best game, they can certainly beat either of those teams. There's there's no question about it. I mean, you saw it Sunday. Isn't it weird how we think of all kickers pretty much the same in the NFL? You know, some are a little better than others, but now it seems like the Cowboys have like a huge weapon. And is it comical to you to look down there and see the ball like at midfield? (laughs) Doesn't it always just look to me for some reason? It just kind of seems amusing because it's like, wait, you're not supposed to kick a field goal from there, especially at that time of the game. It was like 7 nothing. And they're trying a 60-yard field goal. Like, it, it, like, you know, Parcells, all these coaches from the – nobody would do that. And yet, this guy is a different type of weapon. 
Like, I, I don't – Cowboys have had a lot of good kickers over the years. They've had streaky kickers, good kickers, but nothing like this. 30 straight to start his career, and now they're writing stories like, well, he needs to he needs to miss a kick at some point. It would be good if he missed a kick. I, I, I saw that. USA Today actually wrote that. I think it was like Mike Freeman or somebody. They said it's, it's about Brandon Aubrey really needs to miss a kick. That would be good for him. I don't really understand I mean, that. Like, I would just he's, ride he's the hot hand points. here. Yeah. He's, mixed, he's missed some extra points, but uh, – yeah. I'll say this. I mean, kicking an AT&T stadium at, at no time this year have they had uh, the roof or the doors open. It's been, you know, an absolute dome atmosphere. And any kicker will tell you that that's exactly what they want. Um, no weather conditions at all. And but to answer your, your first question, it is it is weird. I mean, maybe just the angle that we're at, where the press box is located in AT&T Stadium. <laughs> but to see someone standing on the logo like he's Steph Curry, you're just like. You're just like, are you really, you really pulling from there? And, and, and the crazy thing about it is that, so after the game, and then again yesterday when we talked to John Fossil, after the game, Aubrey said he, that you know he thinks he can make from seventy, and, and Fossil said yesterday that that he agrees. And so, I think it's kind of crazy to see him standing on the logo. But when I mean, we're talking seventy, that means they're going to be snapping from like the team's going to be on the logo snapping behind it like that. I don't know. I mean. He's on a heck of a run. The thing I keep going back to is just there were some really rough days out in Oxnard when he when he was still in the uh, in the in, in the tryout stages. Let's say that. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe it's because it's outside and it, it certainly can get windy uh, on, on those on those practice fields there. But there were there were plenty of times early in camp where I was like, yeah, the Cowboys kicking situation is going to be. They'll be one of these guys who probably start the season, and then they'll probably end up going with a veteran uh, off of another team midway through. I did not think that. I did not think that he would be this type of a weapon to where it's not only has he been accurate, but he's got one of the strongest legs in the game, and you can put him in in all different situations. And he has just been money on every single one. And and then now he's doing interviews this morning with on the Dan Patrick Show. So I mean, he is. Uh, it it is crazy where it's come from for sure because I did I, I don't think anybody that watched those first week or so of practices in Oxnard would have thought that it, it would have got anywhere near this level. Were you there when somebody asked Jerry about talking to Dan Patrick before the game? Was that, were they, was the, was the I, state I politician was at the game or something like what? I, I, I still don't, I never figured that one out. Was that, was that what the he guy was. was referencing? Okay. He was. Yep. Yep. And he was at the game and Jerry was talking to him beforehand and, and, and and so Jerry said that he didn't under like there was just like a longer pause than Jerry normally gives, and then Jerry responded with something like he said something real like quick, and then he goes and then like everyone kind of stood around and didn't really know what he was talking about. He goes, oh, I thought you were talking about Dan Quinn. I mean, I've been around Jerry a bunch. I kind of took that as Jerry didn't want to get involved with even talking about that, so that was kind of his out. Was making a joke about oh, I thought you were talking about Dan Quinn, but I just don't think he wanted to really. <laughs> get into talking politics in that moment. I think he was in a good spot with how happy he was with the game. And I don't think he really wanted to get into that type of discussion of, of some of the politicians he was meeting with before the game, but it was an odd moment because Jerry usually has an answer for, for yeah. anything and he didn't have anything really for that. I just think most people would, would have that reaction if they said, what'd you, how was it talking to Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick? It's like, I don't really, I did, I and I think Jerry was probably like had to be reminded uh, of like who that was down there, but whatever. It just kind of made me laugh. And Clarence and I were back there trying to compare notes, like which which Dan Patrick is he talking about? Because of course you have the Dan Patrick show 
as well. John Machoda on with us from The Athletic uh, on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Did Fossil address the punt defense? I mean, one of the, the few successful plays for the Eagles was the young man, Braden Mann, I think is his name, um, on the fake punt, threw a beautiful pass out there, and of course nobody covered the receiver. Number thirteen for the Eagles was that addressed uh, by uh, by Bones Fossil? It was. He took the blame for it um, because it was Jalen Tolbert's guy on that side, and he felt like he probably should have reminded Jalen in that situation of that potential that that could happen, which is where the game was at and everything like that. And this is, you know, Jalen. This is his first year really doing that as being one of their, uh, you know, main gunners. Uh, obviously, he's, you know, second-year wide receiver in that. So I just found it kind of odd because it just – it screamed of, you know, there's just certain moments in games where you're like, yeah, I could see this being a fake. You know, this is a, this is a good time to run a fake. And I felt like that was a, a good situation just where the momentum in that game was going that you felt like you needed a play. And it's one thing to, like, draw something up that you're just like, man, that was real – that was a really well drawn up play or whatever. And that was just like your most basic punter gets ball, punter looks, throws pass to nobody around receiver, you know, like it just it was way too wide open for that situation. And so yeah, no, Fossil Fossil took the blame on that one. All right, and and well Cowboys the tests keep coming and they got a tough schedule. Eagles don't. It's weird to be tied, isn't it? And still feel like you don't have that great a chance to win the division. I don't know what the ESPN percentages or maybe the athletic has that but i still think even in a good situation the cowboys are in right now it would still only be about a 20 percent chance or you may even know the answer to this of winning the division it's just with the schedule being the way it is how do you feel about the cowboys going into a couple of tough road games uh they're three and three on the road do you think um or do you think they're just playing well enough that they could overcome some of their road struggles? I think they are playing well enough that they can overcome some of the road struggles. I don't know that percentage exactly. I was going to guess 25 to 30%, but 20% mm-hmm. sounds like it could be right there too, uh, just because of what the Eagles have in front of them is just not even close. Uh, I mean, it's going to be really tough for the Cowboys to win one of these next two, I feel like. I feel they gotta be, they're in a good spot if they beat Miami or Buffalo, let alone win both those games. And then if you lose both, then then you're certainly uh, not winning the division then. But uh, this will be a tough one. I saw they're like a two-and-a-half-point underdog in Buffalo. Weather looks like it's going to be windy, but in terms of temps, it's not like going to be one of those one of those games where all of a sudden you're, you're concerned about snow and, and cold. It's supposed to be in the 40s. So uh, all things considered for this time of year, I, I, maybe the weather won't be that bad. Um, but it's still the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I'll admit, I, w- I'm, I look like I'm going to be wrong on this, but, I mean, that was the Bills were my pick to, to win the Super Bowl this year. I thought they would finally put it all together this year, and they've been not playing well. They, they had a big win this past week against Kansas City, but they have the pieces there to kind of get it together at the, at the right time. Uh, probably not the right time for a big story to come out about their coach, uh, but I – I don't think I don't think this is a bad time. I mean, considering when the schedule came out, seeing that oh, this is going to be in December, the weather doesn't look like it's going to be terrible. They're coming off with a win against Kansas City. Maybe they're running a little high there. Maybe the Cowboys can can play well and and, and pull that one out. But it, I mean, we can go back to when the schedule came out. We can go back to when training camp started. We can go back to uh, when the regular season started. I I just did mm-hmm. not think that the 
that the Cowboys would win both of these games when I saw that they were yeah. at Miami at Buffalo back-to-back weeks. I, I used to know McDermott and be around him, and I was just trying to think. Like it just That was one of the more bizarre stories, and we, we've had a ton of bizarre stories. My gosh, we co- uh, I covered Terrell Owens around here. But, but that deciding like in your mind that that might be a good idea uh, to talk about teamwork, that, that's, that is an old-timer. And and I you know I've even gone I got, back and yeah, I got some thoughts on, yeah. <laughs> yeah. thoughts on that and, and and I think the biggest one is I say this to my brother all the time because he was in college basketball coaching for a while he no longer yeah. is uh, and we so we talk about coaching a lot and sports a lot in general and and the and the and the thing I always say is whether you're a coach player whatever heck us in the media being around sports allows you to kind of not have to grow up the longer you're in it. You know, you're, you're, it really is a kid's game at the end of the day. And yeah. if you're good at that, you really don't have to grow up and know anything about the outside world. You'll make enough money. People will love you. You'll be looked at as, <laughs> as, as this hero. And you really don't – I just believe the longer you're in it, the more you're detached from reality. You think that – I mean, you especially see it in colleges. Like, man, that if you're at a university where it's a really good college football coach, a really good college basketball coach, they're the biggest deal on those campuses. And it certainly goes to a lot of their heads where, you know – I just I see that with sports a lot, where you really, if you're really good at it, you don't really have to grow up, and you don't have mm-hmm. to, you know, know the stuff on outside uh, world. And I think that a lot of times you think that when you're a coach, that whatever you say, you know, there's going to be this very profound thing, and and mm-hmm. uh, these guys are going to listen to you. And I think sometimes you uh, you lose a little bit of of touch with reality. Yeah, and you probably think that you can get away with things and it'll stay in the locker room. That doesn't really happen anymore. Parcells used to talk about it being the laboratory, the world's last laboratory where anybody could say anything, and I don't think that's the case anymore. Of course, this stayed under wraps. This was 2019 he said this uh, speech. But but you raise an interesting point. There was a colleague of ours that, that you'll recognize, that I won't say the name, but we were something huge was happening at the DMN and like they were doing this massive thing, like in the societal type deal. It was like they were examining every facet of the community in Dallas. And it was this enormous push from the morning news. And we were in a meeting and it somehow it became obvious that one of our colleagues didn't hadn't like, didn't know what this was. Like, I'm telling you, you could not walk out of an office in the morning news without hearing that the paper was doing this. And it was kind of like that. Like, this this guy covered the Cowboys. It just covered, and like, none of that made any, you know, had no impact on him. He didn't care. And maybe he had heard something about it. But, like, somehow they wanted our opinion on the paper's job at doing this. And <laughs> they, they called on my man, and he just said, I've not heard of, I haven't heard anything about this. <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, there's no telling how many millions they put into this this initiative. And so, anyway, that kind of backs up the point you're making, is that we don't always dig in with world affairs, although you would like to think you would have a little common sense take over at some point. All right. Well, John, that was great. It was good to see you the other night. Uh, safe travels. Have you ever seen Niagara Falls? You know what? I have not. Uh, I've only been to Buffalo one other time, 2015, uh, yeah. when uh, Kellen Moore got the start. And uh, it wasn't great weather that day. And uh, this time I won't be able to either because, uh, I mean, going back to when I booked my flight, 
heck, this is back by, before training camp. There are just so few direct flights from Dallas to Buffalo. And, mm-hmm. and so I know several writers that are actually on connecting flights. I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I actually don't even get into Buffalo until almost 11 o'clock at night. And I, and I generally try and get into these road cities like middle of the day. But I needed a straight flight, and uh, so yeah, probably not going to see the falls this time. Okay, get a, I mean that thing. Yeah, get a look at that thing when you at some point. You you can read. They'll have brochures at your hotel and all that, so you can take some of that in. Uh, appreciate it, sir, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. It sounds good, Matt. Thanks for having me. On. Okay, John Mashota from the uh, Athletic joining us on the Matt Mosley Show. All right, we've got Campus Confidential at 440. Got a big college football guest at 5 o'clock. Uh, we had Kevin Hoffman on earlier uh, from Mart. Wow. I mean, this has been a, it's been a good day. We're going to continue. Uh, next, we'll get you caught up on a couple of things, a couple of items in the NFL. want to react a little bit to uh, last night's games, and then uh, there's been a major uh, quarterback change in the league that was announced this afternoon. We'll uh, update you next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Jim Haller, our guest. Well, first of all, it's hard to believe that I never coached a game in there and it's been open 36 years. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I tell you, I've enjoyed that arena. It's brought a lot of great memories to Baylor fans. And as great as it's been, I am so excited about what the Boston Pavilion means for the future of both of these programs. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN. In Central Texas. Hey, Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests a superb combination of luxury and comfort. Uh, the rooms are big and spotless, feature an upscale modern look and feel. I should know I've stayed there. It is Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. They have suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming big game. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh, modern, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. They have the local beer and organic wine, cocktails open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10 p.m., and then that heated outdoor pool and hot tub. Located 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle, it is the Element Waco Hotel. And ask about our discounted rates for November and December. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro, located in downtown Waco, has been serving Central Texas for over twenty years. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro, the restaurant that helped create the fine dining experience Waco is best known for. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro provides a unique and fine dining experience so many Wacoans have known and loved for many, many years. Fourteen Twenty Four Bistro is dedicated to providing exquisite dishes that are fresh, hearty, and simply unforgettable. Waco's home for good food, wine, and conversation. From fresh seafood, steaks, lamb, to chicken piccata, and of course, let's not forget about some of their incredible appetizers like flaming cheese and calamari, and finish off with their white chocolate bread pudding or creme brulee. Come enjoy dinner at 1424 Bistro in downtown Waco on 1424 Washington Avenue. Come enjoy tonight. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntexSportsFan.com. 
Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at D'Amori Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamond and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by D'Amori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. D'Amori Fine Jewelers at D'AmoriFineJewelers.com. Road Trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoSCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we do have Campus Confidential coming up at 440, about 10 minutes away from that. And uh, lots going on. I know uh, also, Aaron, we'll look back. At some point, I do want us to have a nice, robust discussion. I, 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 got, I, I do, as we get a little further into the season... I get excited about some of these top 25s. I, I find it interesting that, the, as you pointed out to me yesterday, the women's top 25, just the top 10 just stayed there. Nobody moved. And I don't know if they just didn't have that many good games or there weren't any competitive games that week. I don't know. But the men's side is extremely volatile. Now, kudos, by the way, to Michigan State for playing a tough schedule. They got Baylor coming up in Detroit on the 16th kudos to them for playing tough teams and kudos to scott drew for always playing a tough schedule these things uh i mean you you, you already get huge strength of uh schedule and net and all that you need from just the conference so you don't really have to go play all these tough games but the bears do and quite honestly the teams that play them benefit like you know, a fairly close loss to the Bears like Auburn or Florida, If as long as they're playing the team that's now number six in the country, it makes them look good. I mean, as long as they don't get just knocked off the map, I mean, I think it, I think it makes them look good. So uh, the Big 12 looks good. And then, Aaron, I saw the other night one of these teams that's coming in, Utah knocked off somebody. That grabbed my attention. I think Utah beat BYU. 
which was uh, really had been climbing the rankings. But uh, three Big 12 teams remain unbeaten. Baylor, Houston, and Aaron, who do we else do we have? Baylor, Houston. Come on now, your favorite coach in the Big 12. Baylor and Houston, I know. But I just knew there was one. Oh, oh, Porter. Porter, yes. that's right. Yeah, the medium shirts. It's shocking. I'm just not quite ready to accept that Oklahoma may be really good at basketball <laughs> right now. Um, Uzon, U-Z-A-N, really good player on that team. And then they have another guy who's just like a athletic guard, great, you know, gets steals, can kind of do it all. He's got a little bit of Iverson to his game. Um, very interesting. Like, Porter has quietly put together a pretty good team, and they're kind of beating whoever. What I don't understand this time of year, Aaron, is the – and I was talking about Michigan State. Michigan State does play a tough schedule, but they're losing a lot of games, and they're just – they're four and five – They've lost to bad teams, good teams. They'll hopefully lose to the Bears. But the thing you got to love about Izzo, he'll keep fighting. Like, they'll get in the Big Ten and win some games. But you know why? Because, Aaron, like, who's good in the Big Ten other than Purdue? Purdue is a borderline great team. Ohio State's kind of borderline. Maybe get some votes for the top 25. Um, Wisconsin's okay. I mean, think how in the past, Aaron, that's been such a good conference. I don't – who else besides Purdue? I mean, you, you, Michigan's not very good. Michigan State's bad this year. Um, oh, and the other weird thing is, and Northwestern knocked off Purdue, why are these teams playing each other already? I guess, Aaron, if if they expanded – and had more conference games, and so let's say they go to 20 or 22 or whatever the case would be, you would have to do some of that. You would have to start some of these conference games in December. Aaron, in the name of, like, great conference matchups, would you be open to that, or would that bug you? Would you be – if that allowed Baylor and Kansas State to play twice, but they would have to play in December – would you be for that, or would that be too weird and you'd be against it? No, as, as good – I'd be against it if I was a Big Ten fan, but as good as the Big 12 is, yeah. you're getting more games against top teams. It's better for the for the team's net rating and yeah. RPI and all that, and it's better for the fans because it's generally better matchups. Them playing yeah. Kansas State is a better matchup than 99% of the non-conference games they would be playing. I saw our buddy John Rothstein. Aaron, we got to have him on sometime. We got to see. I think he needs to be following me on Twitter to be able to book him, track him down. Surely Rothstein, but I, I kind of like that thing he does. He'll put the camera on him, on himself, and he and he'll give you the three games or here's the games tonight. And I was struck by, I mean, it's a it's a Tuesday night. I mean, I I watch certainly watch N- NBA, but. There are just certain nights. Um, what is tonight, Aaron? The twelfth. I mean, there are just certain nights the the basketball is just horrible, like college basketball. Like it needs they need to kind of be better at 
getting good matchups. ESPN <clears throat> puts so much of this stuff on, they need to, like, to, only two ranked teams are playing tonight. All right, let's say you wanted to watch some college basketball. Aaron, Tennessee, number 12 in the country. That may pique your interest. Even at 6-3, and three, they're number 12 in the country. Part of that's because they play some really tough teams. They're playing an 0-9 Georgia Southern team. Yuck. Yuck. On the SEC Network. No way I'm watching that. I mean, oh, Aaron, what do you think Tennessee's favored by? We'll, 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 do, we'll play a game of guess the line. What do you think Tennessee is favored by against an 0-9 Georgia Southern team? <laughs> it's, ooh, okay, so obviously it's a big – I'm going to say – just not to drag this out. I'm going to say 30. Okay, not bad. 34 and a half. Oh, nice. What do you think Duke, number 21 Duke, who Baylor will see at Madison Square Garden, they're also 6-3. and three. Duke is hosting Hofstra. 25. No, Duke only by 15 and a half. Oh, wow. Down which here means me. Hofstra <laughs> might be might be decent. I just kind of want to see now who Duke has a an 87% chance of winning that game. Uh and and uh, so obviously Hofstra has a 13% chance. Aaron, I thought you would like this too since we're doing this. Tennessee's ESPN prediction number is 98.6%. So, Georgia Southern has a 1.4% chance of winning. That would be that would be crazy uh, if they somehow pulled that off. I was going to give you some news on the NFL front. You know, I, it's amazing to have to not to play as poorly on offense as the Vikings did. And then win a game three three nothing, but Aaron, you'll be excited to hear as of this afternoon, the Vikings have named quarterback Nick Mullins uh, their starter for Saturday's game. Uh oh, we're getting into Saturday games. Oh, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, at the Cincinnati Bengals. He entered the season as the number two quarterback. He'll become the fourth different starter in a seven-game stretch for a team that's in strong position for an NFC wild-card playoff spot. Um, Kirk Cousins ruptured his right Achilles. Jaron Hall from BYU made one start. Joshua Dobbs came in to make four others. But now Mullins has recovered enough for the Vikings uh, to activate him for Week 11. All right, and... uh, uh, and he led their only scoring drive Sunday after replacing Dobbs in the fourth quarter of a 3 nothing victory. Way to go, Mullins. Way to lead the game-winning drive to win by a field goal. Aaron, um, Mullins has made 17 NFL starts, if you can believe it. Would you care to guess what team he was with with his most recent starts? His most recent start okay, so, in the NFL, who was it with? Okay, so I saw a few of his starts with the 49ers, but that was a few years ago. Mm. Gonna... Wow, who would it have been? His, he's 5-12 and 12 as a right. starter in the NFL. I don't know where he went after the 49ers. 
Cleveland Browns. Oh, okay. They've had quite a few. So 2021, <laughs> he got a start for the Cleveland Browns. No, no. no I, I would never try to make you look bad. That was going to be a tough one. Um, all right. It is, uh, it is time for something we call Campus Confidential. That is next. Cowboys football 2023. Snap to Prescott, fake to Pollard. Only heard here. Deep and going to the middle, and there's Cooks all along. All season. In the middle of the end zone, touchdown Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Buffalo Bills, live from Highmark Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys and Bills, Sunday starting with the pregame at 2 here on ESPN Central Texas. All Around Maintenance is your complete janitorial and construction cleanup service. Whether you're looking for someone to clean your business or you need quick cleanup after a big construction, All Around Maintenance handles the nitty-gritty. We're real Central Texans, working with your schedule to satisfy your needs since 1996. We'll leave your office, school, restaurant, industrial facility, house of worship, or apartment complex spotless at an honest rate. Visit us today at allaroundmaintenance.net. That's allaroundmaintenance.net. Let us do the dirty work. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right. 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel and Company, New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day thinking of ways to better serve our customers. Our special cooking technique ensures great-tasting chicken and tenders. Plus, all the sides are prepared fresh each day. We take joy in our family serving your family. Before you end your day, we hope you'll stop by a Bush's Chicken near you. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids, and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth-inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different. Bank Central, Central National Bank, member FDIC. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
So I have been in the operating room most of my career watching people have orthopedic surgery, watching people get knees replaced, hips replaced, shoulders fixed, and I knew there had to be a better way. That's Dr. Daniel Zuckerman, a medical director for QC Kinetics, the nation's leader in non-invasive regenerative treatments for pain relief. I see so many people who could have been helped before they got to the operating room if only they had known about regenerative medicine. QC Kinetics, a natural alternative that uses your body's own healing properties to help restore and repair damaged joint tissue, providing long-lasting relief without drugs, surgery, or downtime. Well, it feels great when I do get to see somebody who we help, who I know I kept out of the operating room. It's amazing how we change people's lives without surgery. Call QC Kinetics for your free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. Campus Confidential is sponsored by Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and uh, we got some major uh, college football on three sports. J.D. Paquel will be on with us, and uh, he's one of our own, played at Baylor. For a little while and then did some uh, work around town and uh has now uh, has now become a leading voice uh at on three sports gives a lot of takes a lot of interesting things and i think you'll enjoy hearing from him uh he'll be on with us at five o'clock it is time for campus confidential thank you jim turner thank you jim turner chevrolet thank you Derek, clay the whole gang out there and, uh, boy, those trucks sitting out there on that lot. McGregor, Texas, out there in the land of young Simcox, the Simcox family. Oh, Debbie and Mike, the whole gang, they're out there, and they, uh, they, love, a, they love a good truck uh, in McGregor. And, boy, they're selling them like crazy at Jim Turner Chevrolet. Okay, Aaron, uh, where do we want to start today? We will start with college football, lots of players leaving their current schools, whether it's to enter the transfer portal or to declare for the draft, including North Carolina quarterback Drake May. One of the top prospects in college football told ESPN that he's foregoing the remainder of his eligibility at North Carolina to enter the NFL draft. He's expected to be one of the top three quarterbacks, if not the top overall pick in the draft. Also declaring for the draft, Texas A&M linebacker Edron Cooper, who was named first AP First Team All-American yesterday. Cooper had 83 tackles on the year, 17 tackles for loss, and eight sacks. An outstanding season for the Aggies. He will also be entering the NFL draft. According to Mel Kuyper's big board, he's the number one off-ball linebacker. Isn't that interesting, Aaron? You get to the end of a season, and it was a mostly disappointing season for the Aggies, but then to realize that there are some great players, even on disappointing teams. Um, and um, we didn't watch every Aggies game, but, uh, boy, he did put out uh, some great numbers. And then our own uh, Torian York from Temple uh, showed up on some lists I saw, and he had a great season for A&M and stepped right into their lineup and played early in his career. Yeah, true freshman and made that freshman All-American team. I noticed that the Athletic put together – a former Baylor commit. But you know what, Aaron? The Bears are uh, – and I don't know about this 24 class. 
I I I, I will say these this this staff is really getting aggressive and they seem to be have a, a nice head start on that twenty five class. The current juniors that'll be play as seniors next year, they really seem to be on top of that. And hopefully they'll be able to flip a few of these kids and put to put to bed a pretty nice two thousand twenty four class. I'm not that concerned with oh my gosh they're in the top whatever 40 or 50 whatever it is the the ranking number won't concern me as much as i want to kind of see the individuals and their production their high school production and one of them's coming in from uh lorena and i noticed uh the pictures aaron they the players put pictures when the coaches stopped by and uh dave aranda uh and maybe dallas baker the receivers coach, but Dave Randa for sure was out, was at the, the home of uh, Porter is this, is this young man's name um, out of uh, Lorena, big time, big time wide receivers. So I love it when these, these central Texas kids stay home and play for the bears. Torian didn't quite make it to the Waco campus uh, to Baylor, but uh, uh, we're hoping more and more, actually do all right Aaron what else do we have well oh nice breaking news as Aaron steps into the newsroom to deliver this Baylor football has a new offensive line coach the athletic first reported that it will be Michigan State offensive line coach and running game coordinator Chris Kapilovic hope I got that right Chris Kapilovic (laughs) Just say, say it with confidence. The Athletic Just... Today. Yeah, Chris Kapilovic is the new <laughs> Baylor offensive line coach. He comes from Michigan State where, I mentioned, he was the offensive line and run game coordinator. Also mentioned in the article, this article, The Athletic had it first. This article is from Football Scoop. It says that Toledo quarterback Daquan Finn is reportedly visiting Waco this weekend. Finn was the MAC player of the year and has accounted for 88 touchdowns during his time as a Toledo Rocket. That's a lot wow. of touchdowns. How many? 88. That's mind-boggling. Yeah. <laughs> How many touchdowns that is. I'll tell you what, I I kind of, I mean, they, the basketball team got a great player in Ray J. Dennis from Toledo. I would have no trouble with the football team bringing in a player from the MAC. Aaron, the only problem is I don't think Baylor plays any Wednesday night football games. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to get used to he's got to get used to playing on Saturday if he, yeah. if he decides to come to Baylor. Guy hadn't played on Saturday in a while. He's like, wait a minute, what? You've got, y'all got the practice week all mixed up. We should be prepping for games tonight uh, on a Wednesday. <laughs> Man, I'm liking that. Now, Aaron, I did see yesterday. Who was it? I wonder who had that at the athletic. I'm gonna have to look because I want to see. I want to. I want to talk about this O-line coach. That's a very important. I thought Keenan Hall was a huge hire from SMU. This is gonna be a big hire as well. I would think this O-line coach probably served out the season, but was on Mel Tucker's staff, and obviously there were always gonna be changes as. Uh, Remind me, Aaron, who Michigan State has hired as their head football coach. They hired the Oregon State coach, and I kind of oh yeah, his yeah, name. yeah. Uh, no, Jonathan Smith. Yes, Jonathan Smith. It sounded too okay. easy, but once you said it, it was right. 
Um, yeah. The uh, yeah, that's that. But that is that's that is good breaking news to have. A new O line coach comes from Michigan State. Aaron, let's dig in on this guy. I want to kind of see. Well, I do have a little bit okay. more from the article on him. Okay, he's let's a, give some details. He's a former uh, tackle at Missouri State, which is alma mater, obviously. And he's been a college offensive line coach for over 20 years. He's had stops at Alabama State, Missouri State, his alma mater, Southern Miss, North Carolina, and Colorado. So he's been doing this a long time. Okay. As an O-line, kind of always an O-line mm-hmm. specialist. Okay. All right. I, that's good, Aaron. I like I like I kind of like to see the 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 track where they've been. I mean, I I feel good that Mateos, I mean, obviously things did not work out this year and and I don't know if we'll ever know all the details on exactly why, but I was so happy for I mean, I don't really know Eric. Uh, seemed like a nice guy. We had him on. But I did know Jeff Grimes pretty well. And, um, you know, you get to know some of these coaches. And, man, he he just he was just an awesome guy to deal with. So I was glad that he landed at Kansas. But he was – when things went south for Baylor, I mean, that's tough because he's a huge O-line guy, tight ends, o Offensive coordinator, he kind of had to do it all. I mean, no, again, somebody likes Mateos, but the offensive line was not good this year. So, again, good for Mateos for landing at Arkansas because I would say based on the season he had, he is extremely fortunate to uh, to land that job in uh, Arkansas. Is, he's a man who likes doing the little post-game photos down there. Mateos, he seemed like an intriguing, nice guy, but he is now – in the land of Fayetteville. Um, okay, okay, that was good. I like I like a good bit of breaking news during the show as Baylor does now have an O-line coach. I think the O-line coach and the running backs coach, both huge hires, and the running backs coach, Keenan Hall, that came in from SMU, I, I consider that a huge hire. I mean, a running backs coach, always important, but in this case... This is someone who went to South Oak Cliff, played there, knows the area, has recruited well in South Dallas County and uh, or you know, Southern Dallas County. But Baylor needed to dig back in the Metroplex. I think Justin um, Justin Johnson, Juice, the man we call Juice, that's at Tech now, used to be the DFW guy. They needed to dig back in, and boy, Keenan Hall. I think we'll do a very nice job, and, uh, and and we'll see what these other guys are able to come in and do. But uh, Spavital, uh, the O-line coach now, very, very interesting. And I was trying to see, Aaron, somebody that was hired recently also had ties to Missouri State. And I'm just having trouble putting it together in my mind. But, like, there's some... I think what we'll discover when we do our full investigation is that Baylor has somebody that may have crossed paths with this guy that had some Missouri State uh, origins. All right, um, Aaron, you got one more? I do. Uh, Probably the biggest remaining name in the transfer portal, Duke quarterback Riley Leonard, not surprisingly, has announced his choice of school. For the second year in a row, Notre Dame has landed the top transfer quarterback 
quarterback in the portal who also happens to be from their part-time conference, the ACC. So Notre Dame continuing to have the best of both worlds being a partial ACC member. Okay. Yeah, you're right. They treat them like royalty. It's like, yeah, they, I mean, they just bend over backwards. And you know what? By doing that, <clears throat> they're, they're going to they're gonna basically uh, cause Florida State to uh, – to get the heck out of Dodge, Florida State and Clemson. Aaron, the guy we're having on next, J.D. Paquel, I mean, it's just like every one of these big transfers, he'll just jump on and give you, like, immediate commentary. And the, the latest is Tyler Van Dyke has left Miami to go to Wisconsin. And so J.D. is now on YouTube as he's preparing, Aaron, to come on with us. He's, like, doing YouTube. Let's hope we can get him. J.D. Pakel from On3 Sports joins us next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kalea Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta Restaurant and Cantina. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, La Fiesta can cater your holiday party. Order online at LaFiesta.com or stop on in at La Fiesta located off Franklin Avenue in Waco. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. La Fiesta, where passion is our most important ingredient. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's my own. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Run a winning play over knee, hip, and shoulder pain. CorioHealth's all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, Dr. Lance Ellis, Dr. Jacob Battle, use the latest minimally invasive technology, including orthopedic surgical robot, to perform total knee replacements. Whether your pain is from an old sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Health Orthopedics can help make the play. Call today, 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Okay, everyone, check this out from D'Amori Fine Jewelers in Waco. D'Amori Fine Jewelers now has their own diamond growing machine right here in their own super lab. 
Yes, you've always been able to get a better premier diamond for the best price at Diamore Fine Jewelers, but now they have their own growing chamber. Yes, they still have Earthmine Diamonds and a great selection of those too, but now if you're in the market for a lab-grown diamond, this is a game changer because you can now get them directly from the source. No middleman markup and only the very best high color, high clarity, and high transparency material. So you can get an incredibly beautiful diamond at an amazingly low price. Come by Diamori Fine Jewelers on Waco Drive just past New Road and talk about your dream diamond that will become a reality. Diamori Fine Jewelers at diamorifinejewelers.com. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram. Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Marineland Boating Center, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. What is Matt Mosley? And, uh, boy, happy to be joined, J.D. Paquel. You know him. You remember him. He played at Baylor. He was on locally. Doing good stuff now on three sports. You see him. And, uh, J.D., great to have you. I mean, my gosh, you just a moment ago, you had to jump on and react to the latest news. A Miami quarterback uh, from Miami, Florida, is transferring Van Dyke and uh, Wisconsin. I mean, these days you kind of have to know something about, like, every team in the country. Um, man, congrats. You're doing great, and I'm loving all your – all your YouTube and and you're all over the you're all over the place. Uh, welcome back to the show, sir. Hey, Matt, I appreciate it, man. That's really kind of words that obviously mean a lot coming from someone like yourself of your stature and what you've done in this profession. And yeah, for me, right, I got to talk about college football for a living and, and study, you know, the greatest sport on earth. So it's a tough, real tough gig, but uh, but no, glad glad to do it. Glad to be on with you, man. Yeah, yeah, and uh, well, that studio looks nice. Now, do you have? Is that what do you? Are you there next to like where on three sports is headquarters? Have you just outfitted your your home with that? I mean, that's a that's a very professional looking uh, situation. <laughs> I've been known just to go straight zoom, and you can kind of see into my home office. You can see Arnold Palmer in the background, the Masters, Augusta National. But that's a very uh, professional looking situation. Where are you doing all those from? Well, I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Doing it at our uh, at our studio up here in Nashville, Tennessee, which is phenomenal. Uh, no, no home setup in the uh, the two bedroom apartment at this point in time, but uh, <laughs> maybe that'll be something we do in the future. Actually, moving offices here in the next uh, next few months, so we'll uh, have some new digs here. It would seem sooner rather than later. But no, I, I appreciate it, man. We have a great team that does a phenomenal job, and 
uh, great to work with great people. So no, no, no complaints over here, man. Better than uh-huh. And you never can just say to them, well, I don't really have an opinion on this. I had to learn that, you know, at ESPN. It's <laughs> like you can't just wake up one day and go, I don't really, I don't really care about this. I mean, you know, all these big-name <laughs> quarterbacks. Uh, by the way, Baylor just hired, I don't know if you saw that news, an um, offensive line coach um, from Michigan State, Chris Kapilovich. Uh, he was the offensive line coach in uh, – run game coordinator at Michigan State the past four years, and he's expected to become Baylor's new O-line coach. I think I saw this from Bruce Feldman. By now, on three, you guys are good at kind of organizing that and getting some things out there. Um, What are you thinking now that you're seeing some of these Baylor hires? Keenan Hall hopefully will help them get back into Dallas in a big way. Uh, Southern Dallas County, he, he played at South Oak Cliff. I mean, that would be incredible. And then Spavital as the OC. What are, you, what are you thinking about Baylor on the offensive side of the ball, those, those hires? You know, Matt, it's kind of a, kind of a cop-out. But to be honest with you, uh, we're now going on, what, our, our, our third new staff under Aranda? Is that right? Are we, are we on the, the third go-around here? So I think for me, I'm kind of like, I love all of the things that I'm hearing about offensive yeah. philosophy and going to be a little bit more modern and up-tempo and things like that. I, I'm here for all that. I think that's great. But I think when you look across the college football landscape, and this is, again, going back to the most cliche answer of cliche answers, like it really is the Jimmys and the Joes. And so I think the big question I have, and it sounds like Aranda's addressed this a fair amount, but like what efforts are going to be made in the roster building side of things when it comes to talent acquisition? Is there going to be an NIL effort from the good folks in Waco around Baylor to be able to put them in a, in a spot where, you know, they have been before and I would imagine expect to be in the future, which is competing for, for conference titles. So um, all that to say, I think it's, it's encouraging at this point in time, as much as it can be when it comes to staff acquisitions and the way that's all trending. But uh, when we get through spring football, what we look like after the portal and things like that, that's really where I think I'll, uh, I'll have a more, more firm mm-hmm. opinion because that's what's going to be, as we saw this past season, that the differentiating factor for Baylor being able to, win a lot of scrimmage and have the playmakers for you know, whoever's playing quarterback for them in the long run. So uh, I'm excited to see what the portal does for the good folks at Baylor. All right. And Toledo transfer quarterback Daquan Finn will visit Baylor later this week. A source has told your group on three sports. I think this is uh, Pete. Pete. How do you say Pete's last name? Uh, Pete Nakos. Portal yeah. Pete. He's the man right now. Portal Always Pete. Happened, so I'm glad to see him. Uh, him. Running with all the portal stuff. He's crushing it. Yes, sir. Yeah, Pete Nakos, to answer your question there. Yeah, so Pete just sends you, like, I bet you get the alert right as he's about to put it out there, and then you can decide, do I want to get in the studio and and sound off on this? And I would encourage you to go back to your roots and any sort of incremental Baylor news, I think you should get in that studio and put out a, a YouTube piece, all right? Just kind of go. Absolutely. <laughs> Done deal. Done deal. But the, this is Dequan uh, Finn, 88 career touchdowns at Toledo. It's all—it's never easy, those Mac quarterbacks, to know exactly. What have you seen when it comes to that, you know, like the Mac, then even some of those quarterbacks, that Holy Cross quarterback was getting some attention. How do you kind of evaluate? Because still, 88 touchdowns is 88 touchdowns. No matter who you're playing, you're, you're putting up great numbers. But again, it's, it's always a little bit difficult to project. Um, exactly what that's going to look like in a, in a Power Five uh, program. 
What have you heard anything about Finn? And then what do you kind of think Baylor will end up doing quarterback wise? Does this does this check the boxes? Uh, this particular quarterback. You know, I, th- I think it does. I think it does. And there was a lot of smoke around Finn in, in Miami at one point in time. Or at least there was a lot of buzz around him potentially being a fit there. It sounds like they're going after Cam Ward and Will Howard as well. So we'll see how, how the Canes fare in that department. But uh, when it comes to guys that are of that G5 category and, you know, guys that maybe didn't get the looks they wanted at a high school but have done well at, you know, at, at you know, the, the Maction level or Mountain West Conference, we just saw Taylor Green commit to Arkansas yesterday. Um, I think that's kind of what the transfer portal um, maybe not was built for, but the the way it can really benefit some of those guys that were at the Mountain West or, or the MAC or whatever it may be. Um, you know, if you put the solid resume on tape and you feel like you have done what you want to do at your level of play and you want to go see if you have a, an interest from a Power 5 or, I guess, Power 4 conference kind of school at this point, like this is your opportunity to do it. And so I think the big thing that I'm looking at, especially with a lot of these guys, transferring from that level is, you know, what, okay, what system were they in previously? Does their new spot allow them to be successful? Is it the right fit schematically? Like I was talking to uh, Andy Staples on our portal show when the portal opened up on December 4th. Um, Fit is such a big thing for quarterbacks. And when we saw that for Tyler Van Dyke, who's obviously not from the G5 level, but the way that he struggled for years at Miami after having a, a tremendous 2021, it was his coordinator switched every single year. And so Tyler Van Dyke not only isn't able to, know build off of what he did from the year before but also he's having to you know learn a, a whole new playbook he's he's getting away from what his skill set was the year before every, every single year so um i guess to sum it all up here matt fit is so crucial and especially with these g5 guys being able to kind of um help them with that learning curve going into a system where they would they would be successful so we'll see what that is with uh with Finn if he does end up going to Baylor and what that looks like. But I think that's something to really watch for with a lot of these portal guys. That's why I love Van Dyke to Wisconsin. Did, did Dave Aranda returning shock you? I mean, I the, the way this thing was headed, I thought his time was coming to an end. Kind of a gutsy move by Mac because the fan base had moved on and was ready and desperate for change. And he stuck with Aranda, and of course, I hope it works. I, I thought his time probably, uh, it was maybe time to move on. Where, where were you in all of that, and um, and how much of a surprise was that to you after seeing the team go one and seven at home and three and nine, and and quite honestly, not be very competitive? No, without question. You know, Matt, it's, it's funny. Whenever I think about the the coaching carousel, and we're talking about hot seats, like I consistently find myself on the glass half full side of things. It probably isn't the best spot to find yourself. You know, when uh, when, when there's writing on the wall, it might be time to move in another direction. And so I think the, the overall thought I have around Dave Aranda is, is twofold. The first is we're not that far removed if we're, we're Baylor from winning a Big 12 title. If, if he's able to recruit, and we'll see, I mean, that's the, that's the big question. We haven't really seen a ton of exciting things around you know, that department for Baylor, which is a concern. To able to recruit a little bit and have some good faith there, okay, let's stick with it. But when it comes to what Baylor was, you know, the year before, and his first year during the COVID season, it's very clear that he's able to put together a good game plan. People talk about the football mind that he is. Again, my reservations around the roster building side. So that's the first side of things. Uh, not that far removed from a Big 12 title. Feels like there should be some good faith baked into that. Um, the second part of this, though, is like, Hey, if, if we get to game four, and I, I am just completely 
you know, speculating here. We get to game four and let's say Baylor, worst case scenario, uh, they're one in three. And there's a move made, hey, let's fire Dave Aranda. At that point, I'm like, well, then what was the point to even keep him around for another season if you're going to have that short of a leash and just cut him loose after the first month? You know, I, I think at that point, you're mm-hmm. like, well, then you just fired him way too late. So my hope here would be if you're going to be in on Dave Aranda, be all in for the 2024 experience. The ups, the downs, like, let's let's ride this thing out now. Let's figure out exactly, you know, how much investment we want to have here. Because it seems, again, that there seems to be a tremendous amount of faith with him internally to go now with the whole new staff yet again. Um, but for me, my reaction was like, okay, good. Not that far removed from the Big 12 title. Probably deserves a little bit of a doubt there. And um, And this is another thing, like, the Big 12 is changing pretty drastically this next season. A lot of new teams coming in, two very talented rosters leaving. Um, if there's going to be a year to, to make a move, if you're Baylor like this, this could be the year to kind of find yourself back into that upper tier. So that was my initial view yeah. on it. I was, I was happy to see him get another year, but uh, it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see. J.D. Pakel joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, on three sports. Isn't it funny how Matt Rule can have a disappointing season? And yet he's so great at like talking, right, and doing all his motivational talks in the off season. I mean, he, those Nebraska fans by now are like have almost forgotten that they went five and seven. I mean, he did some of that at Baylor. I mean, it's hard to do that after a one eleven season, but he's just got that ability. And then you were talking about that they might land this big time quarterback. Um, Rayola, I believe, is his name. I mean, what yep, what's going yep. on there? A five, I mean, this is a five-star quarterback. I, I feel like I've been hearing this name for years, and maybe it's just because everybody's known about him and he's been on everybody's radar for a long time. Why Nebraska, and, and why, why do you think Rule is – I mean, I guess we shouldn't be surprised that he resonates with people, but it is kind of wild how – he can almost create a sense of momentum even coming off a disappointing season. Yeah, without question. I mean, I tweeted it out last night. If I'm a recruit and I just get to get a chance to watch one of those pregame speeches from the locker room that Matt Rule delivered, you know, regardless of the results of the game, like I'm, I'm, I'm at least thinking about Nebraska in a different way if I'm a recruit. Those are like uh, some visual smelling salts. I was ready to run through a brick wall. Uh, but no, when it comes to Dylan Raiola, like you said, ton of smoke right now around him potentially – Maybe making a flip from from Georgia to Nebraska. Um, one reason why you may have heard his name outside of him being enormously talented, um, he has committed a couple of times. Was committed to Ohio State originally, mm. decommitted, wanted to reevaluate, committed to Georgia, and now again we'll we'll see if this happens. But there's a ton of smoke. Um, our own Chad Simmons confirmed reports that Nebraska's pushing hard, and then you have other experts across the industry putting in uh, predictions for him to actually make the flip to to Nebraska. So. Um, the big thing that I think is uh, is the draw for a guy like Dylan Raiola, his uncle is actually the offensive line coach at Nebraska. So there's kind of that family tie there. Uh. Uh, his dad played in the NFL. His dad also played at Nebraska. So there's that, that family tie. And also you have to think like there's probably a pretty strong desire to uh, to be able to be the guy that, that brings Nebraska back. And, I mean, if you're the guy at Georgia and you win a national title, like what do they give you? A parade? probably a nice little NIL increase. You know, probably get a standing ovation when you come back to campus. Uh, if you're the guy that just wins, period, at Nebraska, after the drought they've had with bowl games and you know lack of being where they expect to be as a brand, like they get you a statue. So I'm not, I'm not saying it's, a, it's an ego thing, but I do think there's probably 
some excitement around the opportunity to go back where you have family and kind of have a little more purpose and bring in a school like Nebraska back to back to some prominence. So a, a lot goes into it, but from what I can mm-hmm. understand, I think Nebraska feels really good about where they where they stand to maybe flip Raiola uh, into being a, a Cornhusker. He's going to visit this weekend. Raiola, I like that, and that does now bring back memories of the dad. That's why I've known that name forever. I, I can't remember if it's Detroit sure, yeah. or somebody. Or, yeah, he's been. Yeah, exactly. You nailed it. I think he was a center, right? Center. Okay. At yeah, yeah. Wow. Just kind of have his in my mind kind of a nasty, tough guy, which describes most offensive linemen. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that kind of comes back. Now, what about the college football playoff? Um, are you – it sounds like you kind of thought they did end up – with the right way, boy, Florida State, uh, understandably, very, very upset about this. Do you uh, do you like the Longhorns' chances? Where are you on this uh, with Sark? I mean, obviously, they're going to have a great shot. I mean, I and I, you know, again, there's been so much smoke around Michigan. That's been an enormous story this year. Isn't that funny? We finally had all we could stand of uh, of Connor Stallions. I mean, it's like. It's like that. I mean, we did we did stuff on that for like weeks, and then it's kind of we've kind of gotten a little removed from it. But how handicap the Texas portion of this? How how what do you think their chances are to win this whole thing? You know, I think, and, and not to be you know too broad, I think they're really solid. I just use the word solid because Matt, out of these four teams, this is one of the first years where like I wouldn't be surprised if any of these four teams won it, like Washington's that good up front. Um, Michigan is, is, you know, a resume that speaks for themselves throughout the entirety of the year. Alabama's Alabama. I and mean, so when it comes to Texas, we, the thing that I think would have to be clicking for them the most for them to win the national title would be the secondary. Um, if you had to pick a weakness, that's probably the thing that makes you the most concerned. Now it just so happens you draw a, a quarterback who was up for the Heisman trophy, you know, a few uh, days ago and he's got an NFL wide receiver room at his disposal. So I think that makes me a little bit nervous. No idea what the over-under is right now. Matt, in New Orleans, when it comes to that Sugar Bowl, uh, I lean over. But if that if that secondary can hold it down just a little bit and get a few stops, we've seen Quinn Ewers be big game Quinn multiple times this year, most notably in Tuscaloosa. Um, they're going to score points. And if they're able to get some leverage, let's say Texas gets up by 10, uh, you don't want to spot Steve Sarkeesian in that offense 10 points because uh, you're probably not catching back up. So I, th- I think when it comes to how Texas could be able to win the whole thing would be secondary is, is like I said, ratcheted down a little bit, and the offense overall gets clicking and, and kind of sets the pace for that game against Washington and whoever they end up playing the national title. All right, last I saw, just so you know, 64.5 points. Over, baby. 60, let's uh, hammer that. Let's, you want to hammer the, the over? Presence a little bit. That's how I it's feel about li- that one, Matt. You, you got to lean there? On on uh, and what's the line on this one? I just trying. Uh, I open at Texas four and a half. Yeah, I would take, I would take Washington to. Uh, yeah, I would take Washington to cover that. Uh, yeah, that's that's and that's not just kind of anti Longhorn or anything like that. I would, uh, <laughs> I would definitely uh, do that. Does on three. How much do you have to dig in on the on the gambling aspect? Obviously, it's a huge thing, and you're seeing other networks and uh, other platforms really get after that and make commitments. How much uh, How much do you find yourself, or do they 
want you to delve into that some, or can you just delve into it as much as you feel like it? Yeah, there's a, I think it's probably a give and take. There, there is nobody tapping me on the shoulder saying, hey, we need X amount of gambling videos this week. I, I think, honestly, it's really, it's just a, it's kind of a new frontier of sports media. And you're seeing so many different companies try and push into like the digital media space, whether it be FanDuel and, and everything they had with Pat McAfee for a long time or DraftKings. And so um, mm-hmm. to me, I just think it's fascinating. I think there's a demand for it. And so especially on the social channel side of things, I try and lean into that, not so much on the YouTube side because it just has a little bit less traction. But no, I mean, it's, it's definitely something I look at and try and be in the know in as, as much as possible for you know each and every uh, game breakdown we do at the very least. All right, uh, I you know we we uh, Drake you know your old buddy Drake seems to get into yeah. that world a little bit, and he may even uh, throw down a dollar or two occasionally. But uh, but yeah, you can't <laughs> you, if you you can't hardly trust people that give like strong strong takes on gambling if they're not putting a little bit of something on the line. Uh, but but then you don't want to go overboard, right? And so anyway, it's. Uh, well, it was fun to catch up with you, and, uh, you know, it was a tough Baylor season football-wise, but the hoops teams, J.D., are uh, both top ten, and uh, and uh, they're they're getting ready to play uh, Michigan State and then Duke at Madison Square Garden. So on those nights you're, you're not in the studio talking football, take a peek. Take a peek over at the Bears. They're doing really well in basketball. Yeah. You know what, Matt? They open up the first game in that new arena – against the Cornell Big Red. So I don't know if they're going to christen it with, with a loss or not. The the Big Red have, you know, kind of been a, a sleeping giant in that ancient eight conference. But, uh, no, absolutely we'll have to check out the Bears and definitely we'll watch that one. I bet it's really gorgeous in Cornell this time of year. Just some really nice, toasty <laughs> weather there. And, uh, and that's right, J.D. did uh, graduate from Cornell but then he really wanted to come do some graduate work at Baylor, and uh, and and that's when that's when his education really took off. Is when he left Absolutely. the Ivies and came to the land of the Bear. JD, great to catch up with you. Let's be in touch. Absolutely, Matt. After you have me on, man, and uh, enjoy the rest of. Uh this college football, I guess they call it silly season right now, but we'll definitely keep in touch, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, it'd be great. There he goes, JD Pakel, and um, man. It really came up through the ranks and uh, did some good things over uh, at Baylor. Played, was on the team, got injured, had transferred into play at Baylor, and then he started kind of working his way up in sports media. And on three sports has really made him the face of a lot of their their uh, their coverage. And uh, he's doing a great job on TV. Oh, he kind of had that blonde, uh, had the TV look about him. So he's. Uh, He's doing great, so always good to catch up with J.D. Paquel. There was a time, Aaron, I was pushing for J.D. Um, to uh, to do some work for ESPN Central Texas. I'll have to tell you about that sometime. Uh, and uh, but he did he did great work, and he's done well at on three. All right, it is uh, it is time to we got a lot coming up and we need to share with you uh and I, there's some more cowboy stuff i want to do as the cowboys uh, now have a true shot at winning the division we'll discuss that next 
Baylor Bear basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action this Saturday in Detroit taking on Michigan State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Join Baylor Athletics Hall of Famer Pat Nunley and the voice of the Bears, John Morris, for Baylor Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Road trip! Take a road trip to Genco. Skip your car payments for 70 days. Refi your vehicle. Drop your rate. Rates as low as 5.69% APR for 48 months. Apply online for an additional discount of 0.15% off your loan. Genco is extending its auto refi road trip to December 30th. Last chance of the year to get your best rate ever. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, member NCUA. Genco! Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they will also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cnccollisioncenter.com, and find them on Facebook. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's fall clearance sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury motor-powered national bestsellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Happening now, free lab-grown diamond earrings up to 4 carat total weight, free at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Spend $6.99 or more and get half carat to 4 carat lab-grown diamond stud earrings for free. 0% financing, on-site master jewelers, and up to 60% off Christmas specials. That's 0% financing, on-site master jewelers, and up to 60% off Christmas specials. You always receive more when you choose Diamore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. See store for details. At Bush's Chicken, you can always count on getting the best chicken, the best tenders, and the best tea at the best value. Plus, one of the great traditions at Bush's Chicken is Tender Tuesday. We make it quick and easy to feed the entire family with 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. 
Coriel Health has an all-star team of board-certified orthopedic surgeons, including the Matt Mosley Show Sports Injury Expert, Dr. Lance Ellis. Whether your pain is from an old or new sports injury or everyday wear and tear on your joints, Coriel Health Orthopedic Team uses the latest minimally invasive technology, including an orthopedic robot to perform total knee replacements with unmatched precision. Call 254-483-KNEE. That's 254-483-KNEE. Built to do more for less. That's the way we roll. With our new Kubota BX1880 package from WC Tractor. This four-wheel drive tractor is neatly packaged with loader, bucket, and shredder. For as little as $2.99 a month, take care of landscaping, gardening, and general maintenance without breaking the bank. Think of all the jobs you can do with your new Kubota. Payments are valid now through December 31st. Visit WCKubota.com or go to KubotaUSA.com for more info. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, we we did have uh, Kevin Hoffman on earlier in the program, the Mart head football coach. And Thursday, 11 a.m., all of Mart will be at AT&T Stadium, and they'll get that thing going with Albany. Well, I've known people from Albany over the years. Great athletes have come out of there, out there outside of Abilene, probably about 20 minutes outside of Abilene, if I'm thinking of the right Albany. Uh, but that's a, what a, what a matchup uh, that's going to be. And the crowd will be great. And uh, Mark's just an unbelievable program, and we'll have it. And you'll hear it on our Fox affiliate. And uh, Aaron, give those... Uh, frequencies real quick that where everybody can uh can hear that thursday morning 93.9 fm 1330 a.m 93.9 fm 13:30 a.m uh that's a good one that's going to be great and uh to get to hear barfield and coach tusa and uh i mean i i would imagine growing up in south waco kevin hoffman and growing up in the coaching community looked up to Coach Tusa, and to have him on the game with Tom. I'm sure he looked up to Tom as well. Uh, that's got to be uh, that's gonna be great. That's going to be great. And he's a Robinson guy, went to high school at Robinson. That's where, um, well, that's, Tom called the Robinson games this year. He lives out there, although Tom's a Conley graduate, as I recall. Where did Coach Tusa Aaron, do you know that one? Coach Tusa. I've just always associated him with Waco High my entire life. Where did Coach Tusa go to school? Johnny Tusa. Well, I can I'll have to look that up, but uh what a what a legend. I'm sure if Tom's listening it'll it'll uh, or or coach, they can uh, they'll reach out immediately. Okay, um some NFL uh our NFL blitz, Aaron, we're still we're still looking for the right location for that. It's, uh, it's, and Aaron, if you've got a few headlines, now would be the time uh, for that. I did want to, I did want to say um, the uh, uh, there's a couple things going on right now. One is we talked earlier. Nick Mullins has been named the starter for the Minnesota Vikings, um, and. They've started four different quarterbacks this year. They're still in the thick of the wild card race. Good for them. Mullins has started 17 games in his career. So he's a, 
he's someone to keep an eye on. The um, the Bron- the Denver Broncos, um, you know, the suspended safety Kareem Jackson, uh, you know, he he just keeps getting uh, fined. He's forfeited nearly one million dollars of his salary for a series of illegal hits that have resulted in a pair of ejections, multiple fines, and six weeks worth of lost wages. Um, Jackson, the uh, 14-year veteran, argues he's being singled out by the league and that the NFL has no adequate answers about how he's supposed to change his hard-hitting playing style to conform to today's game where the league scorns the collisions it once celebrated. Aaron, I mean, you know, some of these tackles and some of the timing on some of these, yeah, you sympathize and you're like, what are these guys supposed to do? But, I mean, I think the league has made it pretty clear. And whether you agree with it or not is sort of, you know, irrelevant. He, you, you, have to, you have to go, you have to play within the rules. And he keeps not doing that. And he said, he said for me, I guess lowering my target zone even more than I have is one way to, to avoid trouble. As far as trying to protect the guy on the other side, it's impossible. I have no clue is how I'm supposed to do that. Aaron, I think if I had surrendered a, a million dollars in paychecks and and then being fined $90,000, I might try to learn. I might be able to, to go a little lower on my target. Um, the fine on the running back, Isaiah Pacheco, the, uh, the Chiefs running back, drew a 40 about a $44,000 fine. Um and but that that one was erased entirely by the league. But of course Goodell uh used it as an example during their November 30th meeting in New York. He Jackson said he went on to say it's impossible to play this game and do what you guys are asking us to do. It makes no sense. Uh, he said, I told him a lot of those are incidental contact. Once I'm committed and I'm going, I can't change. I'm the last line of defense. It's my job to get him down. Aaron, what do you think? Like, do you think his teammates admire that kind of attitude? Like, uh, like, hey, I'm willing to get fined and maybe even get suspended. Do, like, is there, is there still that kind of almost i mean you think there's still that in the locker room where his his teammates see those quotes and almost give him a thumbs up because like in in his mind he's desperately trying to help his team or do you think they're just like dude can you can you just stop talking i think that a lot it's still football so i think a lot of his teammates kind of have his back on this think some of the offensive players maybe not but I think most of the defense I think they're wrong but I think most defensive players think a lot of the rules protecting offensive players are pretty silly and I think they agree with his sentiments all right and and yeah I kind of think so too I think they I think they I think but I mean I, I think the league has certainly with the horrible things and by the way over the weekend uh Frank Wycheck died 
They said it was a fall, but he had talked just a couple of years ago. There had been stories, and he worried about uh, uh, his future and CTE and things that, you know, he's only 52 years old. And, and again, they said he fell down at home or something, but his family is donating his brain to science um, to be studied. And, uh, yeah, I, I just don't know how you can have all this evidence of young people having these kind of serious problems and dying at these young ages and then still be out there. You know, just like, well, sorry, I can't hold up. I'm gonna, I gotta, I gotta do what I gotta do. So, I, you know, it's it's a, it's a tough one. Um, also, in the NFL, Aaron Mahomes has kind of walked back and and apologized for yelling at the officials uh, a- after the play that was the 49-yard touchdown that was called back because Kadarius Tony w- lined up offsides. Um, I still, I mean, it was one of the great plays that I've seen in a while where, um, he took a, a cross field lateral from Travis Kelsey, Aaron, I, how do you not see that and see how great it worked? And we don't see more of that. I saw it one time. We saw it in the, uh, music city miracle game. We saw it. And by the way, Wycheck was involved in that. I think he's the one who threw that ball over there on the on, on the huge uh the huge um old play at the end of the game in that one. We saw it for boy, the old timers will remember, and I was a kid when this happened in the SWC they did it one time, and SMU was about to end up in a tie with Texas Tech, and they were on their way to possibly winning a national title circa nineteen eighty three. And it was called the, um, oh, gosh, I can almost remember the player. Somebody, else, Sean Hunter, somebody will remember. It was, it was uh, Bobby somebody. Bobby Leach, I think was the guy's name. And the SMU player on a kickoff as time was about to expire and Texas, uh, uh, Texas Tech was about to tie a great SMU team out in Lubbock. The player fielded the kickoff and then he lateraled it all the way across the field and Bobby Leach went all the way and basically beat him at the gun. It was a very, very famous play back in the 80s. I, I just don't know why we don't see more of it. Like, maybe it's because it's too wild of a play, and, and, and they think it would get picked off. But, man, that looked unbelievable the other day. You got a guy running the open field. You still have a minute or so left in that game, and then and then Kelsey throws a gorgeous lateral back to Tony. I mean, that, to me, is about as an exciting a play as you could ever see in the NFL. Now, last night, Aaron, we had two games going on. Tommy Cutlets, who's become a folk, a folk hero. Tommy DeVito is his name. They call him Tommy Cutlets. And they had, like, 200 of his family members out, like, doing the uh, pregame. They were out in the parking lot having just a great uh, tailgate scene. And then they came in and... His agent is one of the funniest, I mean, one of the biggest characters you'll ever see. He's down the field before the game, and it looked like he was in costume. He had a pinstripe suit on that just kind of, I mean, I, I, I don't know what you would, I mean, it was like something out of Goodfellas or something. And, and he had a fedora on 
And then they and they showed him during the game, and when DeVito would do something good, the father of DeVito would kiss everybody around him, guys, girls, the whole thing. He would grab them, and then he would plant kisses on their cheek. And then he was also doing the thing, Aaron, what do you say when you put your fingers up and you kind of put your thumb to your fingers, and it's a kind of an Italian, um, what do you say when you do that? There's There's like something you almost say. But anyway. That whatever that sign is that Italian folks are known for doing, they were doing that up in the uh, up in the uh, the stands the other night. And this guy obviously is Italian. He comes from Don Bosco High School in in uh, New York. And this agent who got interviewed today, I think Pete Schrager had him on. Somebody interviewed him today, and so I, I cannot wait to listen to that. This guy was the biggest character, and he is the agent. And both Aikman and Buck, I guess, were talking about it. And then I was watching the Manning cast, and Peyton Manning just kept talking about He <laughs> said, at some point, he said that this guy's getting more attention than the family box at the Chiefs game. And for some reason, he wouldn't say Taylor Swift's name. I mean, maybe he just thinks it's overdone, but yeah, he, <laughs> they they were showing it a lot, but I couldn't get enough. Like the agent was hilarious, and his name is like something Stellano, and um, and whoever had him on today said they'd known this guy for years and years, and he is the agent of Tommy DeVito. And Aaron, like, as bad as the Giants have been. And the Cowboys killed them in both games. They look they look okay right now. I mean, they were down 22-21 or something, and DeVito came racing down the field with them at the end and completed some unbelievable pass. I can't even remember the receiver. I think it's number 17. Gorgeous pass down the sideline. And then if the Titans didn't do the same thing. I mean, I the Titans are playing the Dolphins. And the, the Dolphins are supposed to be like the high-flying team. And Aaron, late in that game, what did they do? What did they do? The thing you can't do. They sat on a lead. They're up two touchdowns. And we always, in recent years, because of analytics, when a team can cut it to seven, instead they try to go for two and cut it to six. And it worked. They got it to six, and so when they got down there and scored again, they were able to kick the extra point and go up, and, and then they ended up winning the game. I I don't know what Miami was doing. Miami needed to just run the clock out, and they go run, run, and then a bad pass play, and so they end up getting all sorts of time and then the Titans come down the field. And, Aaron, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a quarterback. I'm not – I don't know if Well Levis is going to be good or bad or whatever. I mean, in this game, he made some really good throws. He made a huge throw. I mean, DeVito made a big throw late on a touchdown, and then this guy did the same thing. This guy made a gorgeous throw down there, and then, of course, they were running the ball when they got down there near the goal line with the big man. I – Henry, I, I just, I, I was, it was fun to watch. And the celebration he had after they scored to go up was just, it was, it was wild. 
it was fun, and it was the Titans. And, and Aaron, in both cases, both games, the Giants and Titans both improved to 5-8. and eight. And in the case of the, the Giants, I, I think somehow they're still in it, actually, with the wild card. Like, everybody's in the hunt. If you've got five wins right now, even if you're 5-8, and eight, you are still in the playoff hunt. As, as as insane as that sounds. All right, uh, it is time to do the uh, the dismount. We say good night. We do it next. Nikki Collin and the Bears on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women back in action Thursday in the Farrell Center for the future Bears game hosting Delaware State. 10.30 a.m. for the countdown to tip-off. 11 a.m. tip-off Thursday. Tune into Baylor women's basketball with Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Save thousands of dollars on a new or used boat at Marineland Boating Center's Fall Clearance Sale. Marineland is now your local dealer for Mercury Motor-Powered National Best Sellers, Tracker, Sun Tracker, Nitro, and Tahoe. So we're clearing out our previous inventory, and many of our boats are now priced at dealer invoice cost. You won't find these prices anywhere else. Or you can be one of the first to buy a new 2024 model Tracker with a powerful Mercury motor. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 and Loop 340. Marineland Boating Center is an authorized WRNG boat dealer. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. Thank you for a record-setting November and make a JTC your number one full-service Chevrolet store. With all of our new inventory, it's starting to look a little like Christmas. At Jim Turner Chevrolet, we also have the largest selection of certified pre-owned and in need for more. So before you spend too much, give us the opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261. And remember, folks, we're only a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. Find new roads. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Waco Jewelers has exciting news. Our 75% off sale event is back. Yes, you heard it right, 75% off almost everything in the store. Get huge savings on GIA certified diamonds, beautiful wedding rings, and wedding bands. Be sure to view our exclusive bridal selection from Gabriel & Company, New York. Each piece, a work of art. Plus, no interest financing available and trade-ins are welcome. And we'll see you here at Waco Jewelers. Under the spinning diamond.
The Real Texas Gun Show, Saturday, December 16th and Sunday, December 17th at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Texas Gun Show, proud to be a place where small mom and pop vendors share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms at the show. Get there early for the two guns that will be raffled off at 4 o'clock on Saturday and 3 o'clock on Sunday. The Real Texas Gun Show has more than just guns. You'll find lots of ammo, hunting gear, collectibles, and so much more. The Real Texas Gun Show, December 16th from 9 until 5, December 17th from 10 until 4 at the Cadence Bank Center. The Real Real Texas Gun Show, run by a native Texan for all Texans. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, programming note. Nikki Collin will be on with us tomorrow at 3.20. All right? Kind of early in the show. That'll be nice. So we'll have a good visit with Nikki. And then, um, who knows, we may uh, let our 5 o'clock audience hear that as well. Uh, but also, uh, well, Kevin Hoffman was great. I may let a few more of you hear that tomorrow. The Mart head football coach. And uh, always thanks to Jerry Hill, who uh, is, uh, you know, a great listener and great friend of mine. Um, Aaron, uh, Coach Tusa, came from right here in our own backyard, Riker High School. I've certainly heard that over the years, but uh, Riker, uh, that's big time right there. And his brother who I, I, years later is like a big business guy in Dallas who I ran into one time. is just an awesome guy, both the Tusa brothers. But I got to meet uh, Coach Tusa's brother, oh, I don't know, a couple of years ago. I was out at, uh, uh, out at the uh, Byron Nelson, and there he was out there. He's like a top business guy in the, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. So, um, man, fun to... Fun to be with everybody today. Uh, we'll have Nikki Collin ahead of a uh, big matchup Saturday against a, a ranked Miami of Florida team. They're 24th, Baylor 10th in the country. Everybody have a great night. Aaron, thank you. Good work. Strong show today. We'll try to do it again tomorrow at 3 o'clock straight up. Good night, everybody. This is the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz.